Hey, what is going on, everyone? It's me, Mr. Mario, and welcome back to another episode of Mario's Minute. In case you do not know, this is the second podcast I do here in a couple forms. So first of all, I do have another podcast mod chat, that one being my main podcast, where it is a little bit more structured. I typically cover some things that I find new, interesting, cool in the world of video game modding, video game console modding, all that fun stuff. But this here, as I've said, is my second podcast where I do it once a month and I just come on here and I talk about really whatever the hell I want to. Sometimes I have a guest on, sometimes I don't. I try my best to alternate between month to month on that. And I will say, I'm sorry, uh, I've, I've slacked on that a little bit. I know there's been a couple months this year that I should have had a guest on and I didn't, but don't worry, we are making up for it this month. Either way, with all of that, this is available in two different forms. First of all, you can find it in a video form on the Mr. Mario 2011 YouTube channel. There's not all too much going on there visually. It's really just my channel art with a cool looking visualizer. At least I think it's cool looking on there. And it's more that the it's more having a conversation in the comments over there. But it's also available as a audio only version on really any type of podcasting app platform service it's not available on all of them but it's available on most of them if you look up mario's minutes you should hopefully be able to find it either way like i said this is going to be a guest related episode finishing off this year of 2022 so i'm hoping it's going to be a fun one here but as i always say to my guest here who the hell are you Mothville, USA, brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. How are you doing, man? Doing all right, man. Doing all right. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, it's I, I will tell you, I certainly wasn't expecting that because we've been talking for like 45 <laughs> minutes or like an hour before this. It's been pretty chill. And it's just like coming in real out like that. <laughs> well, I had a good like minute while you're doing the intro to be like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to try to sound like Macho Man for like a second. Okay, fair. But no well, longer I, than that, because then my voice is going to, it's already destroyed from just that moment. Oh, God. Okay. Well, I, I hope it's not going to be too destructive the rest <laughs> no, of the night, but it's, I, it's I, all I good. think we'll be okay. I think we'll be all good. But yeah, how are you doing tonight, man? Doing good, man. Just fucking chilling out. Okay. Easy per breezy. Sipping perfect. on some uh, Major Melon. Oh, okay. Yeah, you like the Major Melon Mountain Dew. You know, I wasn't a fan of that one. You didn't like it. It's okay. It's, like, you either love it or you hate it. It's a very um. You I don't know. hate. I don't hate it though. But you're like, neutral. Just, it's okay. It's not the one that I'm going to gravitate to. You know, like I I like Spark more when it comes to like the new ones that they released. And then like Spark's the one that, good. The one that's kind of surprising though, Flame and Hot. Like it's actually surprising. Like that's I enjoy that one. You didn't know. No, I'm looking that up right now. Oh that my god, crazy. there Flame and Hot Mountain Dew. It is a thing. Um, I will tell you, it does have a little bit of heat to it. But it is surprisingly so. sweeter than you would expect. My God. Yeah. Let me see. What does it look like? It's red, man. It's red. Ooh, that's, a, <laughs> that's some neat packaging. Yeah, you, I'm you for can... it. I mean, that sounds disgusting, but I want it. Here, like here's that. the thing. Here's the thing. It was like it, it sounded disgusting, but uh -huh. I was like, I have to try it. And I'm like, oh, this is actually kind of good. Damn. Have you had the, the voodoo yet? Like the one that's I have. going around? It's like I like raspberry that. or something. I, I liked that one. You know, I'll tell you one. I hated one. I, I hated. I got it. And I'm like, I'm never doing this one again. And Mountain Dew better not either. Uh, the gingerbread one. That sounds horrible. It was I so know, I've never bad. Heard of that. 
It was oh. bad. It was holiday last year, I'm pretty sure. It was not good. That sounds pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, the Flaming Hot packaging looks pretty cool. It is pretty awesome looking, yeah. I don't know. Major Melon looks cooler, though. I'm looking, That one came up in my search. It, it does look cooler, pink. and that is why it was more disappointing when I had it, and I'm like, I don't like this that much. That's, uh, yeah, because I was like, when I saw that packaging, I was just like, yes. But are That's you like a watermelon person? Is that what you gravitate to? Or like, is it something you enjoy? Because like, I know people who just absolutely love melon watermelon. So it's it's a damn fine melon. It's probably top tier melon. I'm not okay. like looking for uh, I'm not looking for watermelon uh, all the time. But yeah, if I had to pick a melon, I'd go with the water. The watermelon, I think. OK, fair. fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so. Melon. So, dude, I, I just want to thank you for joining me here tonight. So far, it's been fun. I'm Happy to be, be here, here, dude. This dude. is uh, this is neat. Huh, this is awesome. Yeah, it's pretty laid back. We kind of just chill, talk about where the hell we want to on here. I did. I do have some things. I like, you know, I kind of just go off. Not really a script on here, but kind of just ideas that I have, whatever it might be. Got some bullet I points. did want to know, though, with the character you're bringing up and everything. I, I've been curious. How the hell did you get your name? That's actually it. like uh that's super mundane but but I will go through okay. it. Uh so when I so when I, I I don't know I think I made my channel in like what 2015 maybe uh 2014 I don't, 2015 I don't know we can look something it up. like something like that. Well it was just like what I was watching at the time was like uh it was Game Tech US and uh uh Review Tech USA were like the two <laughs> channels that I was like watching a lot of at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, just like yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, throw the throw the USA in there, and then um, I think I was like playing uh, like later on. I was like playing Rust, and there was an American flag like ski mask uh, skin in it, and I was like, oh my god, that's cool! So I looked it up <laughs> and I bought one, and just because I wanted, I, I just bought one, and then I was kind of like, oh, you know what, I should. Like that works as USA in the name. I got this mask. I'll just wear that. That's neat. And it, it it's really like nothing. Uh, <laughs> there was nothing more to it than that. Like just like, I don't know, just threw USA in the name and then, then I uh, got the mask and realized that's a, that's a gimmick there. And I'm, okay. a, I'm a sucker for a, I'm a sucker for a gimmick here and there. I feel actually thinking about it. Like I just thought of this right now. I think you might be like the one masked modder on here. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Let me see. I mean, most a uh, good majority of us just you know do like uh, either just like footage like of like uh, you know captured footage or like hand cams. Anyway, some people some people do the webcam and all that stuff. But uh, you know, I can't I can't be bothered. I'll just be a hand model. Well, you've <laughs> you've done the webcam thing though, and you've been masked up for that. Oh, I I did, and it was a yeah. pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> so I just don't even bother with it anymore. That's the thing when I've seen some of your videos because I look at it from like a video make perspective. I'm like, this yeah. cannot be comfortable. <laughs> no, no, I would do when I was doing streams for a bit. I would do like you know, I'd be rocking that shit for like uh, like uh, you know, four or five hours, and oh, it God. Uh, you know, with the sunglasses, trying to play, trying to play some games. With sunglasses and a mask, it's a, uh, it's an added challenge. That's you're for sure. you're just like it, 
I mean, then imagine, like, did you ever do any, like, actual, like, hard modding on there? Because then it's, like, already, like, doing the hard mods on camera is difficult. And then if you're obstructing your vision and your breathing and everything. <laughs> I think I tried it once and I just wasn't vibing it. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. That's yeah. I, I wasn't, I wasn't stoked on, uh, on doing, like, the, the live hard moddings. Cause I mean, it's, it's just, you know, even having, holding a conversation, uh, while modding, um, it could throw me off. Like I've got, I'm very zeroed in on what it is I'm doing. So if I'm speaking, I'm probably not doing my best, like uh, my best mod work, like That's in fair. general, like it's like one or the other. Uh, and um, yeah, I mean, that's why for the most part, I mean um, like with my videos for the most part, I try to, I'm just thinking like, I like shooting the videos. I absolutely hate, editing and i want to minimize the editing like as much <laughs> as possible so it's like i'll do like two or three things usually like if it's something challenging like i'll do a couple of them before i film it because when mm -hmm. i film it i just want to like talk about what i've learned from it and like uh you know have it have it ready in my head of like what to say for each of the things and just cut it down i don't want to be like overdubbing just want to have it but like you got to dial it in. You got to dial it in a little bit if you're going to like really try to uh, just be able to like off the cuff, like shoot it and not have to do overdubs or, that, or whatever. Just cut out the stuff. That's entirely fair because, man, you mentioned the overdub thing. Man, I hate doing those so much. Yeah. Like I'm one of the weirdos. I'm going to say I'm a weirdo. I like editing. There's just something like, you like editing. There's something just like therapeutic and nice. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of just like the beauty of like taking all of these, like, you know, taking like raw ingredients. And the editing is when you're really like mixing everything together, cooking it up, and then seeing the result come out of the oven when that video is rendered. It's beautiful. Yeah. I love that process. But there are certain parts of editing I don't like. One of the things being like the overdubbing because you're, you are, you know, flubbing over your words and you're editing yeah. in real time there. So like there's times to get a basic sentence out. Sometimes I am saying the same sentence like nine or 10 times because I'm like, man, I just can't get it tonight for whatever reason. I, I've been there. I, I've done some overdubs. I'm not like, I, I don't refuse to do them, but I really, if I don't, if I could just like get it right while I'm working on stuff that like that's ideal for me. Mm -hmm. And I get it with like enjoying editing. Like I, when I'm in the weeds, like, and actually get in the trenches and I'm doing it, like, uh, like get over that initial, like, Oh, I don't want to do this. Like if I've, if I've committed to it, like there'll be points where I'm thoroughly enjoying, uh, enjoying editing. Like a lot of it is just the like psychologically get to the like, okay, I'm going to like halt all my um, productivity and just like <laughs> commit to editing, you know, and just be like, it's just a tedious affair, you know, where to like take the time to be like, all right, it'll be about like three, four hours of, you know, clicking around, rendering, slowing your computer down while it's rendering, <laughs> uploading. So then you're slowing down your computer again because you're capping out your upload, or at least for me, my internet's not great. And then, the metadata it's just all all the tedious stuff that adds up doing that, youtube is very uh i i uh, I, I get very um i procrastinate is what i was looking for I that's fair that's, uh, <laughs> that's fair i i will say when it comes to that like because you're actually saying it's kind of a psychological thing with editing one thing mm -hmm. that's helped me out is i look at it as like 
mentally working out because for me here's the thing i i realized this like a month ago right when i was kind of just like i kind of had an epiphany moment i'm like you know i work out monday through friday and even on the days i don't work out i'm walking my dog so i'm walking my dog once or twice a day i'm doing all that that's still gonna count for something as well too yeah yeah Uh, thing is man I don't like working out like even the actual workout stuff I do. I don't do it for the enjoyment. It is possible to enjoy working out and like, yeah. And when I'm into it, like when I'm really getting into it and I'm enjoying myself when I'm in the zone, I'm like, oh man, this is great. But there's like most of the time, like I'm not working out for fun Monday through Friday. I have to force myself to, you know, start that workout. But once you get into it, it can be enjoyable. But it's also sure. pain as well, too. But when it comes to it, like, no, I, I like the editing process, but there's even still days where I'm just like, man, I don't want to do this. But I force myself to sit down, open up the editor. And then like after five minutes, I'm like, oh, this is great. This is just yeah. zinning out to this. Yeah. Once I'm once I'm in it, then I'm then I'm stoked. But it's mm-hmm. it's that initial like, uh, do I really like should I like mod a console or should I like sit there and edit and it's always like it was like the modding like first and foremost to me like i really enjoy that like I, and then like the editing it's like i gotta be oh you might have to move closer to your mic man oh sorry sorry all good um, this is good yeah that's good right there yes perfect okay cool yeah with um like i always choose modding over over editing like if i can like mod a console or like if, if i'm way in between the two it's like i could like I'd rather shoot more footage and then I just end up with like <laughs> I've got like probably like 50 folders of just like videos I've abandoned because I just never got around <laughs> to editing them. Dude, I'm laughing because I know how that is. <laughs> yeah, there's so many. Um Yeah, I mean you probably I mean you did the corona video like uh oh, and I was like I like oh, had that God. done and you probably know why I procrastinated that one. That's like <sighs> Right, like these, because I had just done like the Corona, like RGH one point two, like, and then like a week later, RGH three came out. I was like, motherfucker, this is gonna take so long. Like, I just finished this. I was, I was more bummed when RGH three came out because I had just done the RGH one point two videos, and I was just like, no, I'm Respect starting the developers. over. We appreciate it, but yeah, even I with yeah. Uh, shout out to Octol or Josh, I talked yeah. to him about it because he's he's one of me because we sometimes we'll talk about some content, and he's asked me to do some RGH one point two related stuff. So at yeah. one point, at one point, I'm going to do my own spin on it. But he even acknowledged to me at one point, he's like, yeah, you know, RGH 1.2 on Slims didn't get that much attention because I dropped it. And then like a month and a half later, RGH 3 dropped. Yeah, they were very, very close. Mm-hmm. And they're both very much like, um, you know, they both have their they both have their place. I mean, yeah, RGH 1.2 on a Slim now that RGH 3 came out is kind of niche like if you need a mod chip like to do a dual nan or whatever yes. but it's like it's all for the best in the long run because i think it completely tanked the uh 360 mod chip market so you get them cheaper so it's like what you're that getting a nice. cool runner for three bucks or you can you know spend a spend like a dollar and like what like a diode and a resistor what, what yeah you, you, you can resistor? literally put pennies into your console and yeah you know, get some nice results on there yeah yeah either yeah, or no. man they're both great 
Yeah, I, I, dude, I know what you're talking. You, you bring up the Corona video, and I, and we're not talking about coronavirus. We're talking about like the Corona motherboards for 360. And I was just sighing there because, like, man, that was honestly, I would say that is probably the most intense video, like the hardest video I've worked on. Because during that whole time, like, even secret here, I, I never worked on like from start to finish, like ripping open a console and modding it. I had never worked on Coronas up until that point. So oh, really? like. Yeah, so I had worked on them, but then there was like misinformation to iron out and there mm. was all this other stuff I had to figure out and huge shout out to Josh again because I just I asked him several questions on that and he made a whole lot of sense to me on there and I was like, yeah. "Hey, all this I told him I was like all this information is going to be helpful because all this info is going to go into the video." And he's just like, "Cool." Like we he wanted the video to be good as well. Um and he he helped add you know several other things in there that I didn't even know would be issues like having like wind bond RAM. Like, did you know if you have a console that has wind bond RAM, there is a WB two K flag that you have to check when you compile your NAND, or else it won't boot up. No, I had no idea that was a okay. Thing. There you go. But there's a few people who have wind bond RAM, so they'll do everything properly, and they're like, "Hey, why can't my console boot to Zell?" so really yeah yeah so, i've never even heard of that there you That's... go and i never had either so it was just a process of like chronos aren't difficult but they are a different beast that kind of yeah. needs to be tamed in a different way because even it's just like there's just I a had, lot a lot of different variations there there is, is the, man the thing to cover and i i luckily um luckily seen i think it was i learned it from uh like weekend modder videos or whatever. Like he, he had done like quite a few years ago. Um, I think the common one going around at the time when I, I started doing Corona's was like the muffin installs. Um, yeah, those were, those were fine. Um, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> did you have a issue with the muffins or what? Dude, those kill consoles. <laughs> I heard that. And then I heard that that was bullshit. No, um, it was, it took a lot of, testing but in and i i don't even know like the fine intricate details but uh -huh. in short it really just runs the south bridge ragged um really? it was the the way it was built it was kind of modeled after the cr4 xl which like the way you install those chips right, right, right. hasn't really been replicated like that exact method and it kind of pulls something from that but it doesn't implement it properly so the cool thing is with muffin when you install it and set it up you don't even need to really do a good job soldering or anything. And that's why uh -huh. so many people loved it. You can just literally throw it all together and it boots. But then right. if you keep using that system after six, nine months, it just slowly stops. It's It boots slower, it boots slower. And then like when it just stops booting, you need to replace the South Bridge. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. glad I didn't I didn't do many muffin installs then. That yeah. Sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. it's so uh, the I mean the ones to really stick to. So back then it was um SRGH would be the one that was, you know, safe on there. And then now if you have to do a chip on a um slim, you do RGH 1.2. But yeah, that's why I was laughing with that. But you were saying like you were learning from the Project Muffin stuff. Uh yeah, for like Weekend Modder had done like a pretty um pretty concise video uh, about like all of the uh like version one, version two, version three, because you would see a lot of information about like, okay, this version and that version, but just condensing it into like, okay, none of this really matters. Like, here's the th three things that matters. The um, like, do you have a, do you have like an EMMC, like the four gig or the sixteen? Like, are these resistors populated, or do you need to jump them? And then uh, 
then what check the cpu to see if you need the uh, the adapter or if it's uh if you just wire to the board like it's yeah uh like just knowing like that little bit like with coronas was like super helpful because it's you see a lot of like information about the different revisions but once it's once it's condensed into like the here's what actually matters like there's three things that matter mm-hmm. uh, but then to make a video and like to do it justice like like for coronas it's like you need to you need to get a couple consoles and yep. uh <laughs> i'm not about to like like i i can't i can never really stomach taking like a a console that's modded totally fine like i'm not going to take it apart and like uh you know remove everything to like shoot another video or something like that <laughs> like it like that one's off that one's gonna go do its own thing i'm not gonna rip it open and like so it's like oh god i gotta get two more coronas in here like and like that's fair have a couple comes like one's gotta be a nan one's gotta be the four gigabytes you, you gotta have a couple different mm-hmm. variations to like shoot it properly so no that's yeah the coronas the corona videos are, are as you know a, kind of a doozy to put together they're intense yeah with that and that was my other thing i was like you know i don't want to make multiple videos about this i want to get everything in one and it was like so i did that so i had to find two consoles so thankfully it's like i found a a four gig one pretty easily mm. um like among my stash and then i only had one like version one 16 megabyte and it was my those are much system. tougher to come across they my are. um my uh r2d2 i think that might be a good source for it i don't know if it's a perfect source for it but i bought an r2d2 okay uh recently and that was that was a 16 gig for sure okay so so that's that's good then so i yeah. i had that i had the halo 4 version which i've kind of been just sitting on for a while like hey i'm gonna do something with this at one point and i was like you know i don't really want to use this for this right now but i might as well um so it was like the four gig i end up doing that one and then i don't know if you've had this i had the thing i get everything done console doesn't boot like doesn't even turn on at all so it's like i bricked the system just by just by you know dumping the nand and writing this over and that was from rgh3 from rgh3 yeah when i was doing everything on there and then that's why like one of the recommendations i found it's like hey when you do this when you write everything over disconnect everything at that point disconnect from power do everything and then plug it back in and it should hopefully uh-huh. work but oh you can... wild i've never had that I, I haven't noticed that issue i haven't but granted i've only done like i probably count on both hands how many rgh3s i've done uh i've just i just haven't been working on many 360s but yeah i, I haven't had that happen only only um what's it called like if uh with like the matrix chips if you're if you've um got the bridge enabled for the the oscillator on board as opposed to like like you've wired it up to like the crystal on the on the main board but you've got the bridge going so it's using the oscillator mm-hmm. on the glitch chip or whatever like it'll it'll just not boot i think it'll beep but it's just like that's it if you've got that one, so I've had, but was yours just nothing? Like just nothing, no response. Well, my, to uh, to be fair, also on my four gig, it didn't have any of the because uh, it was one well, of the ugly E models, so it didn't even have you yeah. know the the sound on there. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. I hate those. That was the issue I was having with the uh, four gigabyte one, and I eventually got that like pretty immediately after once I had everything disconnected, reconnected, it was working fine. Oh, after that. I I know what you're talking with the you four gig, when you have the uh, the SD card uh, 
when you have like the SD card reading. Um, I didn't even have to do that because I have the X flasher, so I just you know think right, right. right. It's that. like built into the X flasher, yes. but it's when you have it connected to the oscillator. I believe that is. It's like so that my, one. The mine one was disconnected though, and oh, it really? was. Yeah, that's why I said you have to disconnect everything from it. Like if you're experiencing like a bricked like console. Yeah, those yeah. are the worst, man. I, like the four yeah. gigs, not just like it's not like difficult to solder. It's just wonky. Like no matter yeah. what, like even yep. with the X flasher, because I was doing those for years with like the SD tool. And I mm-hmm. think I had like tried it and then just gave up on Corona's like for quite a while, <laughs> like because I had initially done like the where you break apart one of the uh, SD card adapters and like, yep, you wire up a resistor. It's like pretty simple, but I could never get it to work. And then, you know, I bought the proper tool and it would work and then it wouldn't work. And then even you just gotta keep switching USB ports and it's just wonky. Yeah. Even with that, yeah, it depends on the ports and it mm-hmm. depends on even the adapter you're using as well, mm-hmm. too. So I've had so that. I, when I was doing a bunch, I'd, I would have like three or four different brands and like, it's just not working. I'm like swapping between them, and eventually it works. Like it's so annoying working That's on the That's so gig. rough. And then once the X Flash is great though. Like it, it is. minimized a lot of it, but it's still it's still kind of wonky like that. With uh, yeah, four I agree. Yeah, but it's uh, and that's just the nature of the Corona on there. And the the nice thing is, w- once you get it modded up, I'm like, cool. I'm not I'm not taking the soldering iron to this again. Like, cause once it's right. modded up, it works fine. Um, mm. but no, there was that, and then I had the 16 megabyte one, and I worked on that. And honestly, I know where my flub was. I know where I messed it up. I didn't do a good enough job scraping back that one trace that you're supposed mm-hmm. to, or the via that you're supposed to reveal. And yeah. it just couldn't glitch. And then I tried it several times and I just messed up that point. So the system still works, but it can't take RGH3 because of my own mess up on there. So I had to go look around on eBay, hunt around, like look at all these photos, zoom in on them, found a oh. system that I was pretty sure was a Corona V1, ended up yeah, getting yeah. that. So I had to wait, end up like grabbing that, uh, was able to mod it successfully happy so i'm like cool i got all the hardware footage i need at this point i think we're good uh but then you're dealing with like two different like two weird beasts of consoles two different installs that you're going to be covering you gotta Mm -hmm. do the other video footage on there uh then in the middle of all that i also got the corona um oh hey yeah. that's kind of like that's like a good omen yeah yeah it's a good <laughs> omen <laughs> so, yeah i mean it's all corona corona you know yeah i like i a, guess and i and i remember that i actually forgot that i was sick because um i i like i had to heal up and everything because i was just dead tired when i had it but mm. i remembered because when i was going back to edit some of that footage when i was doing everything i was like Oh, I'm coughing in between these takes. So I was like still recovering a little bit. Uh, But then also it's just knowing that it's such a long video when covering all this. Because like when the video came out, like I'm very proud of that video, but it's like an hour and a half video. It is like it and like tons of cuts, tons of edits on there. It was exhausting to make, man. Yeah, I I was that's why I was dreading like the editing. Like I I had shot like all the footage, but I knew that I like misspoke somewhere and like was Mm -hmm. going to need to like. And it had been like a month is like where what I'm going to have to find it. And like I was going to have to move, shuffle some stuff around and like uh, really kind of like really kind of have to do like a bit of like brainstorming of like how am I going to piece this together? And I I just knew it was going to be an ordeal. So when you finally dropped yours, I was like, oh, thank God. 
I'm just not gonna make mine. <laughs> like I, I, I was like relieved. Oh man, I, I like, thought I, I thought you were still gonna make one because I know you mentioned something like that, but I thought you were still gonna make one. But I mean, I've got all the footage, but I mean, I don't know. Your videos perfectly, perfectly fine. I there's no there's no real point in. God, I do not want to edit that video. Well, thanks, man. I, 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 was, I, I will tell you, I understand. I understand. Yeah, and I'm just telling you, one. like, creator to creator, person to person, I get it. It was not an easy video to make. No, there, there's still a lot going on there with Coronas. They're, they're a beast. I mean, they're fine, like, doing them. It's just so much information. to, And I didn't even know about the that Winbon Ram thing. There you I don't go. think I've ever run into a Corona that, like, I couldn't get glitching. Maybe I have. Maybe I have, and that's probably what it was. Are they super uncommon? Uh, they are super uncommon, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Have you ever done a sharp uh TSOT flash for the original Xbox? Ooh, no, I, I've I've never run into any of those. I ran into one once and it was a nightmare. <laughs> I was surprised. It? Like it was crazy. Like I had to use some weird like because back I, I I stopped doing TSOPs like a while ago, but uh oh, okay. But I started uh, I was using like the hex and boot disk for pretty much all of this. And mm-hmm. for whatever reason, it was sharp, like you needed to boot some weird like Linux disk and you had to solder up, solder up a switch somewhere where it would like enable it and disable it at certain points. It was an ordeal. I, I forget oh, the wow. exact details. I could send it to you. There's a thread somewhere with the uh, with the Aragon, like Lord of the Rings meme is like the main thing is like one does not simply flash a sharp T sop or something. <laughs> goes into goes into all the details and it was like I was blown away. I like, I didn't think it was, it was that intricate because I've I've never done one before. I, I don't have any systems with a sharp T sop. Yeah, they're they're very uncut. I've worked on I mean I probably probably worked on like a good like I don't know. 200 or whatever where i was like uh t-sopping them and that was i only ran into one sharp and okay. it was uh it was a nightmare i would it would just if you ever run into a sharp just slap a mod chip in it and call it a day because okay. it's not Fair. worth it well now i feel like i kind of want to t-sop one if i get one just for the challenge of it just, just for the video yeah, yeah you it would be an interesting figuring video. it all out you know yeah it, it was uh it sucked but if i believe it it was uh it was yeah it's something i mean you got to do like a toggle switch is from what i remember or like desolder a wire like halfway through it was uh it was strange it was okay. very strange okay fair <laughs> the xboxes are just different beasts unto themselves that's kind of why i like them too no i love those they're they're quite fun to work with i've been yeah. thinking about doing one of the um you ever see these split t-sops that people do for one. I've heard of them because isn't technically the TSOP on the board? Isn't it technically like a one megabyte? And it just it's has a like, one megabyte, and yeah. it just has like backups of the retail bios on it. That's what it. it is. So yeah, you, it's like cloned like four times or something. Yes, so you can technically split it into like four two fifty six Ks. I want to say it's uh yeah four two fifty sixes or two five twelve. Yep. So I mean, I think the um. Like the most uh, logical way to make it not like a pain in the ass would probably be two five twelves, and then just flashing X blast to uh, X blast to one. And if you want to like so change your BIOS, you put an X blast toggle the switch, flash it, and then uh, you know rinse and repeat would be kind of a nice little have a nice little toggle switch gotcha. somewhere on it. 
See, uh, I've I've heard of that. Like when I was looking at some old legacy forms and everything, it was like back when you know, like the early to mid aughts when like it was really popular. That's when like that method was you know kind of popular. Just for it, it was just a cheap way of getting the custom yeah. bios on there. So that's when I saw a lot of people doing it. But like recent days, I never see people doing it. Nobody's doing that. But it is kind of neat if you. I mean, if you've got a if you've got a one megabyte like uh, console, might as well. I mean, you could. If you had an X blast in there, those are one megabyte, so you got two BIOSes. You can mm-hmm. squeeze a little bit more if you just want to wire a wire up a toggle switch, but that That's is a cool. bit more annoying to do. Like That's fair. routing a toggle switch somewhere, finding somewhere where it looks nice and Yeah. At that point it's just kind of for the challenge of it as well, too. Because we're well past the point of oh, it's just gonna be the cheaper version. It's like, no, you're doing this kind of just for some fun. Yeah, it would just be kind of neat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just a little neat. I, I mean, I, I saw it the main reason I saw for it back in the day was more for well, kind of, you know, mod chip functionality without having a mod chip, but really it was mm-hmm. for uh being Xbox Live safe and everything. Oh, that's why people were doing it originally. Yeah, yeah, because you could have your custom bios, then you could flip into a retail bios, and you know, just oh, yeah, yeah. boot into Xbox Live. I didn't realize until um, I think yesterday because I've never had a. Um, so I wired up a um, like I installed a X Blast Aladdin for someone, and you know, just went straight uh, D zero to ground, so TSOPs disabled. Okay, and uh, then I get to the end, and uh, they're like, "Oh yeah, I want a." Uh, want to have access to stock firmware so i was like okay crap <laughs> so, uh, i already wired it up like this so i was like figuring it out it's like okay i'm going to use one of the two banks as uh stock firmware the other one for uh whatever it was um i don't think it was a serbios but whatever build it was and, maybe like um, evox or something it was no it wasn't it was not, wasn't m8 it was uh execute ind ind okay. bios because it was a 128 megabyte, so M8 uh, M8 doesn't support that natively. You gotta like patch it. That's fair, uh, yeah. And then X2 X2, I like really uh, really don't like because it's got that like really obnoxious like loading the or like it looks for the uh, config file. See, and it, the the thing I like about it though is that it boots up like the actual like BIOS boot is in 480p, and then like it changes the camera angle and everything. Like I've always thought that was pretty sick. Oh, that is cool. I think it's just with uh like the SATA adapters, or like a lot of times when I see those, it's like uh like when you have like a larger hard drive, it'll like take a while to load the config, so like the boot animation gets like cut off. It's only like a mm. fraction of it. Have you seen that? Uh, I've heard of that. I haven't experienced it myself, but I've heard of it. That's like always the case. I, I've seen, or whenever I've done like a, because I, I mean, I'm usually using like larger hard drives and it's always with X2, it always cuts off the boot animation, which drives me kind of nuts. Same thing with like the uh, GC loader, how it gives you like a little like snippet of yeah. the, the boot animation and then it cuts off. It's it, that, I don't know. I'm not the most OCD character in the world, but, but, uh, a partial boot animation. You want to see really a full boot animation? I, I, I want to see it. I want to see it. I don't want it. I don't want a little tease like that. I feel incomplete. That's the part. <laughs> that's part of the charm to it as well, too. Also, the other thing is when you go back to these old systems, it's like, wow, they boot so much faster than the newer systems. Yeah, the new systems are like. I don't even want to like PS Five or like the Series X. Like, I've waited out this. Like, all I want to play is Demon Souls, but not for like. 
a thousand dollars. That's <laughs> fair. That's not fair. that good of a game. I w- but- I will say the PS5 is it, it, the PS5 and the series they are faster than their predecessors, so that one is That's nice. Good. But like the Xbox One, I'm just like, man, this takes like a minute to boot up, and it's just like sitting there, and it's like, you know, I'm not an impatient person, mind you, but there is something nice to you know just booting up the GameCube, and it's like, oh, five seconds, you're in. I also in, like. Yeah last generation i don't know i became a little less like actually a lot less like social when it came to like my online gaming and i kind of stopped for a while so Mm. that's when i started like really getting into like the ps2 modding and the xbox modding so for me i was like you know i kind of really like just cutting on my system and within a few seconds i get to my list of games and i can just pick something i don't have to really worry about like online connectivity i don't have people like logging in and out and all this i'm not getting notified so the funny thing is when the switch came out i was like a lot of people were complaining it's like oh it doesn't have an internet browser doesn't have netflix it doesn't have youtube at the time it didn't and i was like actually i'm i'm used to this i like it it's quiet (laughs) yeah it's nice you don't need a bunch of stuff in your face that's kind of where like xbox has turned me off since uh since like post 360 is like just like so much mm-hmm. like buy this thing there's you're just getting ads crammed down your face the entire time yep um yeah i'm uh, it's so much simpler on the older systems and that's when people actually like if you release a game you're committing to it it's like uh it's like or like a band releasing an album it's like this is your this is your product instead of like being able to completely depend on like releasing you know something like pro skater 5 like with like oh, two God. megabytes on the disc and just like no first... that one at least had the tutorial level on there <laughs> oh that's i, what I it think was. with like the two megabytes i know uh super lucky tail that had maybe like 13 megabytes or something uh initially it's so common uh, these days i mean they yeah, get sh- we also they get had that with for it, but... two, the new one oh did they do that again Dude, 72 megabytes on disc i'm pretty oh sure God. i'm so yeah. out of the call of duty loop and, and uh, then so the and dude, it's a big game too it's big like not even yeah. just the campaign is on there so you're downloading like i don't know at least 60 gigs yeah that's another thing it's like with modern systems it's like you finally like go go there to play it and then you're downloading a system update and then you're downloading you want to play a game and then it's like Okay, downloading a you know twenty gig update, and it's just like by the yep. time you can actually get into the game, it's like you got something else better to do. <laughs> you know, like, I I, I experienced I experienced that first with the PS3 because the PS3 mm-hmm. that was when it started having real big updates and it was slow. It's so, so slow, just, and you have to, and it's not like the Xbox where you just download the latest update. No, 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 no. You have to download like six updates for your game. Yeah, or twenty it, updates. <laughs> PS3 is pretty rough. Uh, really rad console to blow open custom firmware oh, yeah. wise, but but yeah, the, you're gonna be dealing with some uh, <laughs> with some slow screens there. That's for sure. Yep, yep. And then people will try and tell me they're just like, oh, it's not slow. I'm like, no, you don't know what you're talking <laughs> I was there. I remember it. It was slow. <laughs> it's still slow. I, I literally just bought a uh I bought a CCHA zero zero that I was that I followed your video to uh to region change it. The one oh, well, thank you. you have it yeah. as the uh, I, I, the DVD. I did see, yeah. yeah, that's um no, it came in clutch for uh it's also very very nice for if you import from Japan and you uh, you want to use uh, you want to use the cross as accept and circle as back because mm-hmm. you're used to it. You just switch that region, 
It works yeah. very nicely for that. I mean, you can, it's still region free when you custom firmware and all of that, but I just really got that nice benefit of, uh, like I wanted that, I wanted that control scheme and I wanted Absolutely. it to like locked in and it's nice, but I want to, I'm looking forward to again, that, uh, Frankie speaking of, uh, speaking of octal, let's set, uh, send it in. I'm still waiting on the RSX, but, uh, oh, yeah, all right. You're, very, you're getting a Frankie set up. I'm getting a Frankie, man. I've, I, cool. As soon as I saw that video from uh, Felix. Uh, I haven't finished it. It is it's immaculate video. I've, I'm like halfway through it right now. Fe- it's a, yeah, it's like a mass. Yeah, Rip Felix. Yeah. Masterpiece, dude. He, that uh, he is, that on that. is one of those good videos to watch while you're eating. Yeah, for sure. It's like full blown. Like a lot of time went into that. I can, I can certainly appreciate it. But yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that that the lore there is wild, and the I don't know, man. The PS3 is like I want I want a back compatible PS3 in my you know collection at all times. So that's fair. I'll take I'll take my delitted one, put it on the shelf like as a backup, because that's been serving me nice. It's never had uh, yellow light of death. It's delitted. Mm-hmm. It runs it runs cool, but I want a damn Frankie, dude. That's understandable. <laughs> that's- I. I, I've got a CCHA01 and, you know, like I cleaned it up, uh, repasted it, jailbroke it, um, all that fun stuff, put some games Did you delit it? I didn't delit it. No. It's I, so scary. I ruined the, I my first one I deleted. And, That's uh, why I don't want to delit it. <laughs> don't, yeah, send it to someone who's, honestly, who's done it. It's honestly, here's the thing. It. It's fine. It was working fine. It's been cool. All that fun stuff. It's been all right. But I'm also afraid of using the thing, so I more right. just kind of keep it next to my PS5, and it now, the PS5 now makes the PS3 fat look small. It looks nice there. If I really yeah. feel like playing some PS2 games, I guess I can. But I also have like a modded up PS2 with a hard drive. Yeah, yeah. And then my thing is as well, it's like the the best middle ground when it comes to PS3 is getting like one of the early or like what, a custom firmware compatible slip. So like yeah, I will yeah, yeah. use that for like if I'm wanting to play PS3 games, you know, I'll use that and I have one of those. So I have literally like two PS3s in my setup. <laughs> yeah, same. I've, I recently got a. I had the 2000 as like uh, my backup one for a while, but I got in a uh, 2501. That's a good I believe one. that was right at that cusp, like right before it started. Actually, you know what? I've I've downgraded um, a ton of. Uh, ton of those and i don't think i've ever run into one that was like not downgradable like the uh, uh right. 2501s have you have you uh, ever seen one i can't think of off the top of my head i know they're out there i certainly know they are out there and that's why the check and all that is important yeah they've got to be so rare because mm-hmm. back in the day that was um uh that was kind of like my bread and butter before like ps3 exploit came out like uh you were just get... doing like the e3 flasher and everything well, I started well full lore on like when I started yes. uh, doing the modding stuff was, Actually, or at least I wanted when, to ask you about this. Yeah, like go I wanted to ask I you too. To, if you're, dude, I want to know this origin done. story. <laughs> the origin story. Okay, let's trade them if you're down. Uh, oh, okay. Have you done it? Have you gone over yours yet? Uh, I, th- I think before. I don't know if there's like a specific video I've really gone on it, but like I'm yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> okay, cool, man. Um. Well, just from like the, uh, well, I guess a little preface, like before the PS3 stuff, like what I grew up with a, uh, like, er, like late nineties, maybe, um, like my stepdad hooked me up with a, uh, with a PS1 with a mod chip in it. So it would have been one of the, like the four, the four Lucky. wire ones for sure. Like he had a guy at his work 
who mm-hmm. uh, was just modding everyone's PlayStations. And everyone, we didn't have a burner, but every once in a while, I'd get like a, you know, a burned copy of like Crash Team Racing or whatever. And then later down the line, I learned how to do it myself. Like, uh, wouldn't have been Image Burn in the early two thousands. What the? I was probably um, using Nero or something. Uh, Nero or maybe Clone CD or CDR Win. Yeah, I definitely had Clone familiar. CD. Uh, CDR Win. I don't think uh, I had that. I did alcohol. have Disc Juggler. I had okay. alcohol. I still use alcohol for like alcohol. One hundred twenty percent is nice. It has a PlayStation yeah. setting in there, man. <laughs> yeah, I still have that. I still rock that on Windows Ten for Mountain Discs. I think I don't know. I've I've used it in recent years. All right, um, Disc Juggler, and then oh yeah, obviously because Disc Juggler is for the Dreamcast games, right? Yeah, yeah. Dreamcast okay. came out. Figured out how to burn those eventually. And the first time doing any kind of like uh mod was uh like uh ps2 for swap magic at the i had the press swap magic disc Mm -hmm. and uh i got did the did the shell swap the with the flip top on top so you can like you know put in the disc without tripping the sensor that Mm -hmm. was the first time that was probably the first time i ever opened a system up i did that i remember uh burning manhunt 2 and i was playing it and it was like like towards the second half of the game like it just wouldn't read the disc anymore and i was like <laughs> suffering through it i would be like 20 minute loading screens and i'd be like no 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 it's gonna work it's gonna work like you, i had no did idea you, did you ever flip the ps2 upside down no i never tried that okay it would have been a fat uh yeah that is something that people did they would put the ps2 upside down to see if it worked for like helping to read burn games easier. yeah because you, you use the power of gravity <laughs> oh yeah it was yeah. Re- Real quick, I'm going to share shout out to uh, Colin, who I've had on here before, but he once posted like it, he was on Twitter and he was like, oh, man, you know, I really want to play this PS1 game on my PS2 Slim. and It's just not working. And I told him, flip it upside down, see if it works. And I bet he thought he's like, this guy's fucking with me, but also I yeah. kind of believe him. Right, and he right. did it and it worked and he just replied he's like how the fuck did this work like this is my origin <laughs> this is this is my joker moment right now like why is this working that's crazy i mean that turns into like a like a record player like where it's like from coming from the top it's like the lasers the needle that's kind of oh, yeah. funny yeah <laughs> it's like inverted yeah. um yeah though ps2 is still like because i i mean you probably see i do all those like uh like uh chip installs and and just playing but getting backups yeah yeah, yeah and just getting those lasers to like uh they're so picky the ps2 lasers are so picky even ps1 those just like the optical picked up pickups that sony used on those uh early systems it's like they really 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 like do not play well with backup media it's kind of you, crazy you know i've learned um i think there's yes and no to that it's mostly kind of the times we're in now. It's that uh, the optical media, the new, like the brand new stuff these days is not as good as what was out, you know, during like the, the aughts and even like the early tens. Is uh, that, but, oh. that seems to be playing a factor because I've noticed it too in like Dreamcast and stuff where I'm just mm-hmm. like, like yep. it's not working. Uh, so it is, part of it is the media. Part of it as well too is that when you're burning games and everything, um, it does help to burn them slower. And a yeah, lot. Yeah, I, I always modern, do four times. Well, modern burners don't burn at that slow of speed. So even if you set it to four times, it's probably really burning at like 16 times or something. Mine goes to eight. So I've got this. Um, okay. I'm never getting rid of, rid of it. It's the, uh, looking over at it. 
I think it's like this. Is it the Sony OptiArc or something like Ooh, this? That's I a got, good one. Yeah. Yeah, I got this for three sixties. Um, nice. I use I use that thing until I burned it out. I bought another. I mine totally like uh, mine totally stopped working, and then I went on Amazon. I think it was like maybe twenty twenty even. Like I, I replaced it, and I was like surprised. I was like, I was still able to get it for like forty fifty bucks. Really. Wow. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna, I might have to pick up another one. They're really good. I mean, because it was, you can just like, there's no BS. I remember at the time when I was trying to burn 360 games, like looking into, uh, you know, you got to flash the drive and, and all with, of this. Not, not the, the drive. Uh, the, the iHaz drives, yep. Yeah, yeah. And I, I saw somewhere that you can just use one of these Sony Optiarchs and I grabbed it and it just burned 360 games. Fine. I swear to I swear to God, Sony did that shit on purpose. I just to that, be a dick. Dude, that that drive because okay, Sony of all people or like all, yeah. all corporations releases that for you know around the time when I XTV never even thought about it coming that. out because yeah. I don't know when exactly this drive came out, but I know uh, it started rising to popularity like shortly after the iHaz custom firmware and everything came out. So it would allow you to burn, to like overburn games and not yeah. truncate them, which like, okay, you could do it for dual later DVDs in general, but it's like, hmm, what is the one time right now that is really popular that you would need to overburn dual layer games oh yeah <laughs> right. you're burning a new xbox 360 games dude you're you're probably spot on i never <laughs> thought about that but that sounds that just sounds it, totally right it looks like it came out so date first available uh september 23rd 2012 so it would have come out yeah. around that time because yeah totally um, XGD3 ended up releasing like late 2011 and really catched on 2012 <laughs> oh classic sony yeah that's pretty funny um <laughs> uh, yeah I, one of my first videos was like some really sh like shitty i think i was like bandy cams in the corner and it's just like get this drive i don't even think i'm talking in it i don't i don't think i even had a mic but it's just like yeah these drives work um <laughs> and I, I remember it took like a while like to find like i was like digging through like threads and then like it wasn't like it was buried in like way too much information where it's just like, oh, you could just get one of these drives and it works. And that was after like hours of reading, like you need to get this. You got to flash it with this and then do all it, this. It and, was uh, that drive was like known if you were like if you were like in the know, I guess it's not like it was like hidden, but it's like, OK, you need like it's almost like explaining like a meta joke to someone where it needs yeah. so much extra context before. So it's like, okay, for me, I'm like one of those weird people who like, yeah, I just, I know all this stuff about the 360 off the top of my head. I know where exactly yeah. to go, what to look up. So it's like, oh yeah, I know about this drive. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, no, you, you knew right away what I was talking about. I had yeah. to like dig like for that information. I remember making the video and people were just like, he's a liar. This doesn't work. I was like, what? <laughs> it was like it was like half like half dislike i mean it probably got very little views but it was just people being like it's this is a lie it's a scam <laughs> it's like what are you talking it's like honestly it, it sounds works. unbelievable but i can verify that was real yeah it was uh it's a real drive it's still mine's still kicking well That's it's awesome. two years old now i replaced it but uh yeah Fair. it's still running so yeah back on the um back on i guess yes, the, the lore train so yeah. the PS2, I did that. And then over the years, like, you know, I, I did like, uh, I was always interested in this stuff. Like I had gotten a modded PSP at some point. I'd done the, done the whole like uh Wii soft mod thing, maybe like early 
2010s or whatever and then uh you know did the old uh zyphon filter like soft mod xbox but uh just start doing the like this like until like i'd gotten like a ps3 like i think hand me down okay. uh, and it was a nor revision um uh, and i took it to, i looked on craigslist like for like a modding service um oh one one little tidbit let me back up one second previously <laughs> before that there was like Maybe 2008, 2009, uh, I like got I had a 360, and immediately as soon as I got it, I went on Craigslist to be like uh, trying to find someone who's down to mod it, and uh, some dude like I found a guy, and uh, me and my buddy both got ours done. We drove out there, some dude in like a dollar store, like um, you know, like a Chinatown, like mom and pop, like dollar store. This okay. kid was like 16 working there at like the family dollar store mm-hmm. and we we're just like hey we got these 360s so like, okay cool and he took our 360s and went in a back room and uh came back like 30 minutes later like flashed both of our disc drives made like 120 bucks like right there and i remember leaving being like that is the coolest kid i've ever seen he's just <laughs> doing this in like a as he's on the clock at some like pawn shop dollar store looking thing like this kid is the coolest guy i bet he's making i'm assuming it was like a family business or something i bet he's making his family proud (laughs) yeah they were probably super stoked i thought like that kid was super rad um but then cut to whenever i get a ps3 like 2013 14 just dead broke take it to a guy to like mod and uh he's like uh like okay yeah i'll get to it later and it sits at his place for like three four weeks he's not getting back to me i oh. call him up and he's just like like i've got a job like he's being like kind of like shitty about it like oh i'm working it took forever and then it was like pretty clear he was it was never going to get done so i like uh you know eventually like work it out to go over there and like paid him like he never finished it he paid him like 20 bucks pretty much to just like get my stuff back and then i come home and just start doing a bunch of research. Like I had soldered here and there before. Then I've, you know, I wasn't like great, but you know, I went and picked up some Radio Shack soldering iron. Back when probably Radio didn't Shack even know what like, yeah, when Radio. I miss that place so bad. It <laughs> was cool. I love being able to just go in there and grab stuff. Like oh, it's so expensive, but so convenient. Yeah, like when you randomly find a J taggable X three sixty, just hit up Radio Shack and mm-hmm. grab some diodes, but uh. But yeah, no, I, I I just went on Seven Sins. I got, like bought a Tansy. I wired it up. Like every single wire, I had like a piece of paper, like numbered, <laughs> like one, two, three, four, to keep track of it all. It was like mm-hmm. so janky, but I like wired it up to the Tansy or to the PS3. Dumped my NAND, whatever, um, and like patched it and flashed it back, and it worked. And I was like, no way. <laughs> like like I pulled this off. Like and then. Just pretty quick, I was like, you know what? I could do way better than that guy that just held on to my shit for a month and didn't get anything done. So I just like made my own ad and just went from there. I was like, fucking, I learned this, like, fuck that guy. <laughs> and like, I made my own ad. And uh, shortly thereafter, I stopped seeing his ad and I was just busting out PS3s for people like crazy um, <laughs> before PS3 explode. And then shortly after, we'll go into like, flea markets finding a bunch of 360s um you know uh checking them out fixing them up learning how to like j tag them rgh found your channel at the time 
And then funny story, like um, I would have like the customers, like some kids, uh, this kid who would uh, like come with his dad and he would like every time he would be like, you need to start a YouTube channel. You start a YouTube channel. And I'd be like, nah, I don't like nobody cares. And then I ended up finding uh, it was your video. It was the 360 drive flashing, like all the different versions, like in okay. one video. You remember that one? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, proud was, of that video. That video was great. I remember seeing that. <laughs> well, thanks, and that man. was like that was that was like I'm I'm doing this like this is like there's definitely a market for it. Like it can be done really well. That that video is definitely like a. I believe I believe that was like why I like was like yeah I'm making a YouTube video like there's definitely a point to this like that, right. that kid's onto something so <laughs> so yeah at all um there would be no Modsville USA channel if it wasn't for that Xbox 360 drive flashing video that was definitely That's my like kicking off point <laughs> like that was the one but yeah no from there it was just like I don't know do it here and there time to time mostly PS3 and. 360 scene but uh but then yeah ps3 exploit totally came in and like changed the game like nobody needs to like downgrade it uh the hard way anymore which was uh kind of nice because i was sick of doing it at that point. that's awesome i yeah, switched I to remember... the e3 at some point but the teensy was kind of gnarly oh yeah yeah all those wires yeah i i think with um even with uh i and shout out to the whole ps3 exploit team like awesome people over there but i remember when it dropped i was like i didn't believe it i was like no way kind of like i had like your same reaction with like when you got like your system working with the teensy and then I was yeah. like, you know i have i have this system here i don't care about it why not let's give it a shot and then because you know i've I work with servers and everything. So then I downloaded the files when you had to self host it. And I was like, mm -hmm. okay, so yeah, these files, they look pretty easy to let me just find a way to host it. Like I used KWS on my Android um, device. Cause I couldn't get, Oh, um, nice. I think they recommended mini web at the time. And I just, that's what I have. Working. I still have that. Like on a, I still have the, what is it? The 4.84 files. Like, yeah, yeah I did yeah. use those recently. Um, yeah. Um, I think it's up. I think it works up to 4.85 right now, but, um, I had that. And then there's, there's something else that I use like, cause mini web just never worked properly for me. Um, mm. like there's something else on PC. It's based off Apache. Um, some familiar with that, but I know what I did was like, you know, I, found kws i put the files on there hosted the website made sure i could hit it and then i tried it and within 20 minutes i was like holy shit this actually works and it was like easy like what is this because it's just been so yeah, many yeah. years of like you know we hadn't been able to do that since what 2010 2011 yeah no it, it was a game changer i was so stoked when it came out because uh yeah. at that point in time like now i'm sure if i wanted to there would be no point so i'd have to be like motivated to like do something stupid for the sake of a video or something but sure. um at the time like nan consoles were just like too gnarly for me like i i couldn't handle the they were out of my league like when ps3 exploit came out now i'm sure i can downgrade a nand but there's no point but anyway that off topic uh when that came out my first thought was i'm getting myself a like an ao1 at this point like because i had held off forever because it was a nan console it was like if i'm going to get an ao1 I'm, i want to put custom firmware on it but of course. NAND revisions were so so much gnarlier to downgrade than uh than the nor revisions like you had to 
because at least with the teensy and the nor like you had um you had those big test points um it was a lot of wires to keep track of but it was like you were soldering to like you know anybody can solder to them it's just managing managing your wires really but um the nand it was like i think it's kind of like uh it was kind of like the ps2 mods where you gotta like solder directly to the really fine pitch legs you know oh yeah and at the time i was i was freaked out by that that was like not gonna happen um so yeah i was so stoked when it came out because that just meant like the ao1s are you know obtainable now to have on because they were so expensive if you were going to get like a 3.55 like ao1 like before it came out you're looking at like 500 bucks yeah, like, I'm, I'm not sure where they're at right now. I know a few years ago when I bought um, an AO1 for myself again, uh, even then I splurged a little bit, but, um, you know, it was working like in pretty good shape. It has the flap and everything on there. So like it looks like a nice system and I think I paid like 200 bucks for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, yeah I, that's I, was, a, I was happy with that. I know they've... I, I, I got mine for 20 um, and that Japan, was like... Right? From what now? No, from no, no. Japan, um, that, that one's recent, but mine was uh, when it came out. I hit the flea markets. And oh, all right. I was very much like big tip for any anyone listening that likes fixing stuff up and modding stuff or whatever. Go to your local flea markets, and if you fix stuff up and you tell these guys that you're uh, like the resellers, the people like reselling consoles and whatever um sell them you'll buy up their broken stuff and they <laughs> will love you they're, they're trying to they're sitting on a bunch of crap that like doesn't work and if you tell them that you'll unlo- that they'll you'll take it they'll sell it to you and a lot of times a lot of these dudes like it's something simple and that was the case for my ao1 like i i got it for 20 bucks as uh for parts and not working it had a dead laser uh warranty sticker on it um yeah, twenty bucks. I think this was maybe when did PS3 exploit come out? Like twenty seven, twenty sixteen. It's that old? Yeah, yeah. It was like late twenty. Let me even. I, I mean, I can even double check on there, but um, I'm I pretty sure it was, it was late twenty sixteen. Damn, time flies, or, man. Yeah, dude. I know it's a trip. Or it was. It might have even been late twenty seventeen. Again, I'm not a hundred or. I feel like twenty sixteen is that's, about right though. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling twenty seventeen, but you might be yeah. right. Let me see here. Yeah, it was uh no, okay, so it was late twenty seventeen, excuse me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that, to, that makes I had a to bit get all sense. my dates kind of right on there because I was like, it was one of these years. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three is when it came out. Which one? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just, oh, I'm okay. Just oh god. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no that was that was a that was a game changer for sure because just being able to get those ao1s like on custom firmware they're so much better it's just Mm -hmm. i i don't know i i can't understand like i can't um even fathom using a ps3 that's not like rock and rebug or or whatever it's just like it's just so nice PS3 hint is nice. I so I have that, but like, yeah, I I just can't do. I don't want to do a uh, stock PS3. I gotta have a modded. Yeah. So so you're all right with hen even having used like custom firmware way before that? 
I would prefer custom firmware, but I think I, I like PS3 hints so much just because it's something new and it's really interesting. So I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Also, just a thing yeah. of like, hey, we're like achieving the impossible right here because this wasn't supposed to be possible on Super Slips. Yeah. Yeah, no, that is cool. That is cool from the uh, from the technical standpoint. I just always was like, like I hated the way the Super Slims looked. And when that door opened, I was just like, it's like a. Just get a just get a pre three thousand. <laughs> that was still like the PS three super slim is it is it is it's the, an literally taste. the coolest system, but it's also very ugly. It's kind of like how the three sixty yeah. is. Like I don't like the e models, but when I booted mine up the other day because I was doing some videos of testing and stuff, I was like, uh, wow, I forgot how dead silent this thing is. Yeah, it is pretty quiet, huh? Yeah, the Esmo the Trinities have noticed they do run like really hot, like the like the APU on those things. They can, yeah, yeah. Compared to um, compared to like Coronas, even like it seems like that APU was like way hotter on the slims at first and i don't know if you can attest to this um but from what i've noticed um because i know you're big on the jaspers i'm I'm big on i I probably i probably learned that from you was that jaspers (laughs) were were the best like early on they are Um, man they're the best i think they're the best like i prefer jasper over i mean aesthetically i think i like the slims a bit more but fair as far as the most reliable like I I don't know. I could probably check my J Runner folders and tell you how many 360s I've modded over the years, but I feel like it's in the good 500,000 360s I've worked on and like a lot of it is like buying like junk lots of like consoles and like, you know, the ones with the red ring of death I'll part out or whatever and then everything else I'll like fix up and for the most part I've never seen a Jasper have like red ring of death that isn't like a go. MOSFET or isn't like a capacitor or it never like the proper messed up GPU. Yeah. Um, so, but I've seen so it on the slims. I've the, I've seen those full. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's why I say if you want actual reliability, the Jasper is going to be the best one. Um, funny thing. Fully was, agree. Uh, Fully agree. There was there was one or two times I've gone like game shops and I was like, hey, can I like look through your you know like your busted three sixties and I'll like mm-hmm. how much do you want for these? And they're like, yeah, I'll sell you console only busted like ten fifteen bucks. Uh, the secret no, there. Nice. I would I would look for the Jaspers. Those would be the only ones I would buy because I would take them yeah. home. So I'd have like three or four and hook them up. And like every single one, it was just dead laser. And I'm like, cool, super yeah. easy to do. I don't have to, Always. you know, send this off to get repaired. Don't have to worry about it. Because it was pretty much like, hey, if this is a Jasper, it's not going to be a red ring. I know it's not going to be a red ring. Mm-hmm. Now, I've, I've gotten it not like the proper. I, I forget the error codes off the top of my head. Um but I mean, there's like, you know, there's the red ring of death where it's like, you know, it's slow to pop up and then it comes up. That's usually the proper red ring of death where it's like doesn't not immediately the red ring. Sure. It takes like a few seconds. They're like instant red ring of death. Those are like different error codes. And those are like um, like I've had that from uh, like that are very, very obvious where you like it'll be a Jasper instant red ring. You open it up and then you see a like a row of capacitors that are bulging at the top, similar to the original Xbox. Those, they've fair. got these green capacitors in them that are, that uh, sometimes you'll see those where like those capacitors were just like blown on your yeah. Jasper. Like, but that's pretty uncommon. Um, it is. I'm sure it'll be yeah. more and more common over the, the years by and large, if you're lucky, like 
you've got a four parts Jasper, like from a shop like that, that doesn't like try to fix it up before they flip it. Yeah. It's probably going to be the laser like, or just, or the belt even like sometimes yeah. they, people will sell them if it doesn't eject properly. So, so usually it's just the DVD drive at that point, which is yeah, yeah. much better than actually having to deal with either, you know, capacitors on the board or, you know, right. BGA repair. Yeah. Or narrowing down like which MOF set that that's like the, the gnarliest I've seen on a Jasper is like bad MOF sets or whatever, but right on by and large, it's just going to be a dead laser, a stuck drive, uh, something like that. Yeah. Which like at that point is like, Oh, okay. Fair. We can deal with this easy. Yeah. Anyone, anyone can swap a laser. That's exactly opening a yeah. 360 is a pain in the ass so i will say that. actually i you know it's not a pain in the ass for i enjoy it just cracking open the clamshell uh d- dude i love it <laughs> it's like, a clicky I, affair i i don't know what it is i love it even like i've had uh there was even like one of my friends one time they went to borrow one of my systems and i was like cool let me this is back in the day like i was letting her uh she wanted to try out skyrim and I was like, yeah. cool, like, let me grab, like, I got a backup of it because I'm not going to let you borrow, like, my copy. But, like, hold on, let me grab another system. So I, I like, I literally, like, opened it up, like, flashed the drive and all that in front of her. Mm. And it was funny because it's, like, you know, I was going through it. And, like, to, to anyone who doesn't know what you're doing, you just look up, look like a magician because you're poking yeah. these holes in, like, the grates and then, like, taking them off. And I'm just, like, having her, like, hold the parts in this, like, stack of parts is just stacking up. And she's like, okay, I don't know what you're doing, but this is, like, really impressive. I don't know how you're taking this thing apart. So it's, like, a very <laughs> impressive thing to look at, but it's really it's, – it, it's fun. It's enjoyable. Like, the fats, I love taking those apart. There's yeah, also, I don't. Um, I don't dislike taking them apart. Sometimes they could be annoying without the proper tool. The slims I, can be annoying for me. That's where I'm oh, like, I'm not like yeah, crazy it's got that one ones. tab that's like, you know, for the most part, I will lop that tab off. The one that's behind the uh, cereal. Uh, yep. What is it? The yeah, that one. Just like yep. if it's like one that I want to like service later. I don't know. Just lop that fucking thing off. Like once you've gotten it off, like. I don't. You've got. I don't do. You still got three tabs. I don't do that. There's like a little emergency eject with the tab that you can access. Oh, is there? D- yeah. Okay. So there is. I'll have to like link you to a video or a picture yeah, or something. Yeah. But there is quite literally. You will have to pierce the label. But there's a specific mm. spot, and if you just take like a little like pokey tool, just like if you have a like a um, uh, I'm blanking on the a paper clip or something. Um, yeah, yeah. Literally, just find where the hole is, poke it through, and it just pushes the tab open oh no shit yeah and then <laughs> every time you open up every time you open up the system afterwards you can just poke that hole right there and you can release the tab oh that's cool yeah that is good to know yeah yes. that tab annoys the hell out of me <laughs> um I've, every yeah i'm always just like yeah get fucking get rid of that thing fuck it yeah it i'm not it's so hard to reach yeah, I'm not like super crazy about like the slims on there, but I'm like, okay, if I have to take one apart, like it's fine. It's not like impossible, mind you. Yeah, I think like my first slim years and years and years ago, I'm pretty sure the first one I uh first one I did, I botched the uh the faceplate. Oh, uh, that the happens. faceplate ribbon. Yep. My first one was very much uh you got to be careful for those those ribbon Maybe cables, kids. They'll, they'll pop off. Like the faceplate will pop off. The ribbon will come off. It's it's an ugly affair when it happens. Yeah, I, I only had. A, I mean, I learned the hard way the first time. I've had a few of those, <laughs> like where you like you know something goes wrong the first time, like and it's usually like a ribbon cable. Like first time I uh, 
don't know if you ever did this. Did you do this back in the day with uh, 3DS where to downgrade? It was like between, you know, when 9.1 was the firmware that you wanted to be on. And before, like, it really blew up with, like, uh, being able to do it about, with, like, the... Uh, like, ARM9 loader hacks? I'm talking about the... Um, Maybe, but it was where you uh, had to solder like a uh, like similar to how you do for the four gigabyte three uh, sixties. You soldered oh. like an SD reader to the board no. I've I, I've never it. had to do that on a three DS actually. Like thankfully, but yeah, I know what I was doing this for a minute because it, that was like the option. That was all all there was at a period of time between like you know if you didn't have one that was on nine point one at the time. Yep. You had to downgrade it, and for a while, that was the only way. And working on 3DSs, have you ever opened one? Thankfully, no. Yeah, funny you're... enough, I've done only software on them. Yeah, thank God, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you caught any of my um, optimized capture kit for the new 3DS like install. Yeah, I, I wanted to like part of that is like the the design of the kit is just like infuriating. Don't, like you have is to it, cut isn't out that the, the one cable. where it's, yeah, you have to cut out the ribbon cables. Yeah, I did a video on it and like oh, God, um, I didn't I, see that I, video. I'm pretty sure it's in my watch later. I do want to watch it. But, skim yeah. skim through it and yeah, it's just I think it's mostly me just talking about wanting to blow my brains out the entire time. <laughs> I, I managed to pull it off, but um but yeah, this when you see somebody charging 350 or whatever for those installs it's like because nobody wants to do that ever <laughs> like it's awful yeah, for a while wasn't there there was only like two like i guess installers or like two boards that were like capture cards and even like 3ds capture cards that's a weird market as well too because i think like some of them were just really not reliable either so they just like break yeah i've heard that there's a new one Coming out worth um, keeping an eye on because the the kit, from what I could tell, looks much cleaner. But it's very like the um, I don't think the supply is much. But it's from 3dscapture.com. It's a, he, the dude makes the FDS stick as well as like previous like 3ds capture kits or whatever. Oh, but, um, okay, okay. The FDS sticks, the um, Famicom disc system, like which is an amazing tool. I use the FDS stick to um, to rewrite uh, Famicom disc games. It's I've seen your video nice. on that before. That was cool. I've it's, never messed with a Famicom disc system. So I, I know, love it. I, I know you've I, really gotten into it. I really love that. I mean, it's just a funny... Uh, I only collect weird stuff. Like, I'm working on my complete Virtual Boy collection. I'm almost there. Good luck a, with that. I'm almost, I mean, but I'm going full like Japanese because I'm, you know, not made of money. I've got my uh, Japanese go. okay. Jack makes Bros. Sense. All right. All right. I've got, I think I've got everything except for Waterworld and I need, a, I want a boxed uh, Wario Land, but uh, that's all I really need. But f- collecting Famicom disc system is just, it's just neat. They're floppy discs. You got like these cool booklets. That, Something about it where it's just clicking in there. I, I don't know. I really they, like that. They system. seem to be pretty affordable as well, right? Dirt cheap to collect for, yeah. Okay. Not on eBay though. Just buy it straight from Japan. Just buy yes. lots and get rid of stuff. Um, yeah. If you try to collect it on eBay, you're gonna have a bad time. But if you just get junk lots and like just rewrite the broken ones, like you'll you'll have a good time. But that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I forget. It's like, oh, they're like floppies. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're you know the load times are awful, but they're charming as hell. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I really. Because you're just hearing this thing, you load up Zelda or something, and then it's like you click through like two screens, and it's like flip it over, and then you flip it over, it's like, 
and like, are doing you serious? Like yeah, and I mean, it's not that bad, but you're hearing I've, it going up and down. I've never messed with the FDS, so like, I didn't know, but <laughs> it's, I love it. It's horrible, but it's like really charming. That's it's fair. Like, I mean, once it's loaded, you're loaded in, but there's so many, you're flipping discs around constantly. It's like, I don't know, probably similar to watching a laser disc or something like that. Where it's okay, just, uh, cool. Really tactile, hands-on affair. Mm-hmm. I, I've never gotten into Laserdisc, but like I actually saw one in action. We had one in like first grade, like an interactive Laserdisc that like, like we messed That's with for rad, a day. It was dude. super cool. Yeah, like real cool learning experience. I've got a couple here, but I don't have a play. I think I've got Beavis and Butthead floating around somewhere in the Perfect. movie. And uh, yeah, I don't know what else. There was people who we... like even um I I looked in like some movie collecting and stuff. There's people who they would uh like you know collect the laser discs and everything, mm. but some people even swore that they were some pressings were better than like the DVD copies. Like I think like Evil Dead Star Wars. 2, I want to Star Wars. Okay, Star the so. Star Wars trilogy. I remember that was a big thing for a while. Like because the the remakes like were like. Uh, like the, even I think the like the original like VHSs or or something that was like but I remember it was a big deal for a long time that the laserdisc versions of the Star Wars trilogy was like the best version for years. That's fair. So what's um what's your lore on the uh with the background of when did you get started in modding? Was... Okay, so again I. I feel like I might have like shared this in maybe like some old, old video. Um, I feel like I've shared it like publicly on the channel at one point, but it's buried somewhere. Yeah. So pretty much the way it came down to it was like, I got into, I got into consoles like, I guess late compared to all my friends. Cause all my friends had like, they had, you know, like a game boy when they were like real, real young, like four or five years yeah. old, or they had, uh, you know, older brothers who or older sisters, they inherited consoles from, uh, or just played off their consoles, whatever it was. So I was on PC primarily, but I was mostly playing like, uh, edutainment games. So a lot of jump start, a lot of that stuff. And I was always interested in like the technical aspect of things and like getting on the internet. Like I was, that was always a part of me. Um, but I really wanted a PS2 when I heard they were coming out just because like DVD was like this is the thing like the video game thing was cool but I was like ooh DVDs are really cool like that's where my head was (laughs) even as a small kid Um, that's why it sold so well I think same with PS3 exactly yeah it did help there Um, that's kind of like the beginning of gaming overall but like my first system was the Xbox I was eight years old at the time and um it was pretty much my parents were like hey we'll get you a ps2 eventually at this point i found out microsoft was going to be uh making a system like my mom told me that and i was like cool i want that like i like windows i like computers that's cool (laughs) yeah Um, so ended up getting one uh much to like my mom, you know, she came through on that. My dad was just like, I can't believe you got that. We're like, seriously, like we really did that. But, you know, I it worked out in the end. Um, so I was like, that's where I was like kind of getting into gaming there and everything. But I also still really wanted a PlayStation like a PlayStation 2 would have been cool. But like even having a PS1 would be like super awesome. Um, eventually got one from one of my cousins 
um you know i straight up just being a kid i asked for it got it sent out was super excited about it like it's funny because nice. i had you know the P- the xbox there and i was super yeah. excited for an original playstation because like it had like this large library of games i'd seen for years that like i kind of yeah. gravitated to and i thought were super cool and of course being a kid at the time like it, it it's dumb that like the playstation games don't work on the xbox like i don't <laughs> i i kind of have an understanding of that but i also think it's dumb at the same time right um, like you know being a young kid then so in the midst of all of this going on like i was getting more into you know the computer side of things i was getting into like getting onto the internet like was participating in the napster boom downloading mp3s we had a cd burner going through yeah it was great and then honestly it kind of just came down to it where like one day i just kind of tried experimenting as a kid i was like hey what if I put in like a copy of Grand Theft Auto? Like if I if I take this, put it into a PC, copy paste all the files to a folder, and then I burn those to another CD. It should work. Like right. logically it should work. Put it in the PlayStation, didn't work. And then I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, well, it doesn't work. That sucks. But like, why doesn't this work? And eventually, like, it was a thing I'd kind of worked like wondered about. But then um, family computer got busted. We didn't have a computer for a while. Uh, I was that kid who was like going to the local library. Support your local libraries, everyone. But I was that kid going to the local <laughs> library after school, just getting all the computers there, researching video game related stuff because still loved that. Yeah. Then I, I stumbled somehow, like I stumbled onto like unreleased banned PlayStation games. And I found out about Thrill, Thrill Kill. Kill. Hell yeah. yeah. And I got enthralled by this. I, I, I played that back in the day too. But yeah. Dude, I got that that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh I got enthralled. I got inspired. I got obsessed. I was like every time I had access to a computer, I was looking up this game. Thrill just kill. looking up screenshots, videos, character lore. So uh, you had to mod it. Dude, then I found out. That there was like four builds of the game. I found out they were out there. I didn't know how to get them. I eventually figured out a way of getting them. Um, there was like <laughs> the the NTSCU unreleased version. I yeah. had to learn like, you know, what disk images were. I didn't know what the hell that was. Found out, you know, about BinQ files. Found out about this software called CDR Win that handled BinQ files or what other... <laughs> pieces of software could handle them at the time so i was learning all about like getting the image okay when i get the image what do i like how do i burn this to a disc okay i can burn this to a disc then now that's like you know hard parts all done how do i get this to run and at the time um I didn't know about well I I'd learned about mod chips but it was pretty much this gonna require soldering and Mm. you need to do it yourself or you need to send it to someone I'm right. like 11 at this point, like 11, 12 years old. I don't know how to solder. Um, I don't trust to my to send my system anywhere for this. The internet was right. definitely different back at like back then. Um, send it to some dude on AIM or something. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even have AIM, <laughs> right. so like all that's going on, or maybe not going on, and. Uh, then there was also like no one in town who I knew who could solder. None of my friends could solder. Didn't have family mm. members who could do it. Um, so then I'm looking more. And Let more me guess. And more into it. Was it barber? Did it end up being like a barber? No, dude, I didn't even get a modded PS1. Um, Damn. It was yeah. So eventually, 
was able to find a site. It was like mod-chip.com, mm. and they sold the Breaker Pro boot disc for 20 bucks that had, you oh. know, the spring and everything. Uh, so I Oh, yeah. Yeah, I convinced my dad to buy it. I still have it. Still have it downstairs. Do you I have it? My dad. I do. Yeah, man. Nice, dude. Um, it was for PS1, like PS1, PS1 Slim, and PS2. So like, it came with a spring, it came with a tab, and it came with a unlock tool. So you could use it on any of the systems. Oh, one of those like credit card slide yep. PS2 unlocked. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. then I learned how to make my own uh, unlock tool as well using like an old credit card or something. nice dude yeah uh so that was like years later just like stuff i was looking up for fun but um no so i had like i'd had a way to get thrill kill to have the game itself there at that point and then uh eventually convinced my dad to get this boot disc uh we picked the cheapest shipping it took two and a half months to get to us it took so long we honestly thought that we got scammed and then it finally arrived, and I was so happy. I t- and, and throw here's the thing: throw kill does not work well with uh, disc swaps on there. It just the oh, way really? that it, mm-hmm, the, it it's not a problem anymore because no one does it. But back then, right. um, it was just the way the engine handled because that and um, Wu Tang Shaolin style they were using the same engine. They both yeah. had the same issues: super long loading times. Um, they didn't freeze, but it was literally even like when your character's about to get electrocuted or you're about to uh. perform a thrill kill, the the disc will just like not the, the game will just freeze for like five or ten seconds. So really, and that's and, only if you did like a swap trick yep. to get to it. And Weird. and the CD audio didn't play. Um. On oh, there. oh, that sucks. Yep. So na- nowadays, even if you use something like free PSX boot, I'm sure that would work fine because the way it works is, you know, like it resets the TOC. So it's able to load up that music and it should be fine. Um, yeah. But that wasn't the case at the time. Either way, when I finally got it, I opened it up. I, you know, set up the spring because I had like an original. I had a 9001 PlayStation. So like. Also the worst yeah, one as well yeah. too, because I couldn't I couldn't just do like, you know, the the parallel uh port on there. Were there uh, uh were there soft mods for that back then? The for the parallel. I don't port? think so. I don't yeah. think so. Um there was so people are people conflate this and people confuse it here because I've had people on my video where it's like reflashing that. They're just like, mm. oh, you don't even have to do all of this. Just get um just get the gold finger and it does it. It's like, no, it doesn't. The gold finger, it was another like swap type thing, but it pretty much uh-huh. does the same thing where you have to get the the gold finger and you have to put a spring in the back and you essentially then just trick the system in the same way. Right. Yeah. But doesn't I mean and and um to some degree the like mod chips just kind of sim simulate the the swap uh don't they like for the most part like Mayumi and MM3 it does like a little stop like if you're looking at the disc like if you were to jam it it's like it just starts and stops and like starts back So the PlayStation does that regardless because even you don't even need the uh the swap disc if you can just block uh-huh. the sensor you can just swap yourself which is okay. fun to do. I don't recommend it, but it's fun to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, the long short of those mod chips are they just send a signal to, you know, when you boot up a game and like, let's say you take Crash Bandicoot, it shows, uh-huh. you know, the, the PlayStation BIOS. And then when the game is booting up, it the has black. the PlayStation logo and it says yeah, like yeah. Sony Computer Entertainment America and it says SCEA. Yeah. That text right there, that's all a part of the... Um, 
uh, of pretty much the the checks that are being done on there. So when you have oh, a mod okay. chip, you essentially have this device that is just injecting into the PlayStation. It's an, it's injecting literally that text string into the PlayStation. So it's like when it's trying to read the data from the disc itself, instead of you know throwing you know a violation on there and saying hey it doesn't have this string that we're looking for the wobble groove you have yeah, yeah. the chip itself that injects it in gotcha gotcha yeah yeah i have noticed i i swear i've I, like when i was working on those because I, I, I know for ps2 um with the mod chips on ps2 uh that's how it's like handled like if you were to use like um, kind of trick like a bunch of sensors and, and like or i test with like the lid off to see what the disc is doing a lot of times yeah um with the uh like with mechapoon if you were to flash that to get like full, <laughs> like uh ps1 support like it just spins up like it doesn't do that stop like where it like stops the disc and it starts back again like mechapoon okay. just keeps spinning but if you were to um like if you're to install like a modbo or like a legit matrix infinity or anything even the dms4s that have installed like the various chips they all handle like PS1 backups where it does like a like simulated like swap where it's like the disc spins up and once it's detected, it stops and spins back up again. And I think I heard you talk about it in like the mod video because there's that really shitty bug on the uh, Matrix clones like uh, like Modbo, uh, Matrix Infinity, whatever. They all have that bug where um, where sometimes PS1 games will when they stop, they don't start back up again. Yes. If you know yeah. how like it's like your boot rate is like not great with a with the modbos um yeah it's that's where it's failing is when it like does that like stop and like start again it doesn't start sometimes i have no idea what the deal is i know the legit matrix infinities don't have that issue like they're not gonna like not start back up it's something to do with the uh like the hacked up firmware of the mm -hmm. like clone chips but um pretty sure ps1s do that i, I could have swore like ps like if you're you don't have it modded it's not gonna like stop and start uh, uh it's once still, you it, it still kind of does that not like a full stop but like the laser does move and it does slow down at certain points so you have to like hear like if you like i actually recommend like even just like look up like a ps1 swap trick because yeah, it's yeah, possible yeah. to do it with just like a legit disc and then your burn disc or your import or whatever it is like you pull and, it like, out and like pop yeah. one in like super fast i've seen people yeah. i've seen and you, videos and you gotta do wild. like a couple swaps on there yeah you have to do it multiple times. Yes. Yeah. You oh, can't just go over. from like, I think I want to say the order. I, I don't quite remember, but I, cause it's been so long since I did it, but I think you like put in the burned one first and then you put in the legit copy. Cause you're getting the, uh, uh, like essentially wobble you're getting like the wobble groove. Yeah. 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 And then once it by, it bypasses that and like it certifies it, then you pop in your burned copy. Yeah, what a pain in the ass, man. I yeah, guess I was really lucky having that mod shift one like way, way back in the yep, day. But yep. I remember like like a bunch of kids would just have like uh like a ton of burned games or like you hear something like, Oh yeah, like my shoe repairsman uh gave me modded my PS one for like twenty bucks. Or like I went to <laughs> you know, I went to went to Domino's the other day and this guy selling burned copies of ps1 games like it was like it was going buck wild when the ps1 was like like out it was like everyone in their grandma like somebody's grandma's just hacking their ps1 
see i i didn't have that at the time because also i was like the ps1 was you know kind of getting out at that point um yeah it, it was sure. old there uh point is i did have that mod of ps1 eventually the next console mod i did was i uh soft modded my original xbox after a bunch Hell of yeah. research and getting actual replay and stuff and then like the thing that really just like sent me into the deep end psp like yeah i, I found thought, out about custom that firmware was... Dude, I found out about custom firmware before I really looked into a PSP and really, really wanting one. And I just thought it yeah. was so fascinating. And that's the, the thing. The tech thing, the tech side, has that's always been me. I've always been interested in that. So, like, yeah. even when I got a PSP, I kept it legit for, like, a month. <laughs> and then I ended up modding it. And I just, I never went back after that. And it was, I got way in. I got different exploit games. I kind of tried some of the save game stuff. Uh, I mean, that's how Would this have been Pandora on. battery era. Oh, uh, uh, no, I did it before I entered with 3.03 oh. firmware with Grand Theft Auto Liberty City stories. It was the second time that exploit game came about. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's that, when I entered. I didn't know about it then. Um, the first time I had heard about it was like the Pandora battery. And mm-hmm. that's the one on like Craigslist it seems like everyone like knows. Five bucks. Yeah, and I was I was the person who like I made my own magic memory stick. I made a Pandora battery, and then I was doing that for friends and people at school. That's rad. Yeah, yeah. I, I almost I was trying to find someone I remember on Craigslist way back then, like, uh, but um, but I didn't have a PSP. But I was like, look, I was like trying to map it. I was like, get one, and then I'll go to this kid, and he'll hook me up for like five bucks or something. I, it was like dirt cheap. I yep. remember look, when I looked into it, it's just someone will bust yep. it out. Oh, I remember like when I, so I worked at like a game shop at one point and like I wasn't modding there, but uh, uh, what was going on? Uh, no, my manager had a, fr- okay, my manager's friend had another friend. I never even met this guy, but like we talked on the phone a couple of times and he had a broken PSP and I was like, hey, and they explained how it was bricked and I was like, dude, like if you can just bring it over to me and like I, I can fix it up. I don't mind. And literally, I I came prepared with my magic memory stick with my jig kick, and I remember uh, they gave me the PSP. And then we were I was riding with my manager somewhere. We were going to I think we were going like a game or something. But quite literally, I got into the passenger seat of his truck. Um, you know, opened up the PSP, popped it all in, flashed over official firmware, and by the time we stopped by at a gas station to get gas, it was unbricked. And I called up the guys like, oh, hey, nice. dude, like your PSP is all good. And we talked about it a little bit and I was like, yeah, I'll just get it back to your friend. You don't owe me anything, you know, kind of just doing this for fun here. And even my manager was just like dumbfounded. He's like, dude, I don't know what he did. Like I saw he, he, he did like <laughs> on the drive here. He fixed it. I don't know what he did. <laughs> yeah. I love that. When yeah. all, when you're normie friends you just blow their minds. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man. So I've, I've been wondering about this, but like we've talked about a few different mods and hard mods, but I guess what would say like if you could isolate it, what would like your favorite or some of your favorites be? Favorite hard mods? Oh, or even just like hard mods, just mods in general. Now that that'll flip around depending on what season maybe you catch me or, or what I've been doing. Okay. If I've been doing too much, um, but at this point in time, let's see. Um, I'm really enjoying working on uh, original Xboxes. 
Um, well, let me preface this by things that like will universally make me want to do a mod less. And that is uh, either <laughs> way too many fucking screws or um, a shitload of variations of screws that you need to memorize, like, like uh, you know, working on a laptop or whatever, where it's like this oh, three millimeter okay. and that one's four millimeter. And if you put the four millimeter in the three, you're going to break through the shell right here. The uh, consoles that use way too many different like screw sizes um the, the mods might be great but i i don't want to work on those <laughs> that's fair. Uh, the neo geo C- cd mods i've done a few of those sd loaders and that it's a perfectly cool. fine mod i i like it but that is one of the um that one that one's got a lot of strikes in the too many screws department there's so many screws on the neo geo cd and it just makes me mad <laughs> it's inexplicably mad from just like another screw are you serious there's so many but luckily I, they're like all the same size so it's cool i've never i've never opened up one of those um i don't even own one like i've seen one in town and i'm just like mm-hmm. no i don't need it I, you don't I'm need good. it i'm not gonna buy it i don't need it i don't need it you don't need it mine's on the <laughs> shelf they're they're a pretty rad system i like the uh, I know. I, i've got one of each i've got the top loader and they're both modded luckily i got the first tech like front loader one mm-hmm. in the last batch um so i've got the front loader and the top loader and i really like the aesthetics of the top loader it's just kind of neat it's a pretty cool early cd system uh mm-hmm. like aesthetically pleasing just a lot of screws that's it uh but yeah, I love working on original Xboxes. Like I always love working on original Xboxes. Oh, uh, those are fun. They're never they never get old to me. Uh, PS2s, like I love them. I love the slims. I love working on the slims. I love wiring up the slims. Uh, modding the fats. I, I charge more to mod the fats because I don't even want to look at a fat. I don't want to take it open Why? or take it apart. I don't know. Like I just there's so much more annoying to work on than uh, the slims. I mean, because it's just Got interesting take yeah i mean they're i mean you gotta really like reassemble it to like test it so if you're troubleshooting like if you ever have to troubleshoot a mod chip install on a fat it's so annoying and that, depending on the revision, that's fair the yeah. early one like the v4 um like the 10 screw ones like the 10 screw ps2s those ones um the main board there's like the sandwich situation. I've only worked on one of these, but it's it was like the worst. You need to like desolder, um, like a board, uh, from like because they're like sandwiched together by pins, like kind of like how the uh, Dreamcast power supply is. Like it's two oh, boards stacked on top of each other and they're soldered together. So you need to desolder it to get in there, and then you like the board underneath it. That's the board that you you're installing the mod chip onto. Then you need to reattach that, resolder it, and then. Uh, for anyone that's gotten this deep into it, the diagram on uh, Quaid's site, which is you know the site with the best SEO for PS2 mod chip install, a very good site, yeah, very good site. Um, the V4 install completely wrong. The diagram is inverted <laughs> uh, for the BIOS oh, wiring, so it's like uh, it's completely backwards. So. Uh, that was my issue. I installed it. It wasn't like it wasn't getting the matrix menu. And then I was digging around and there was a comment in there like, Hey, your diagrams are wrong. And they, they had posted the right one. So you got to desolder the board again, uh, get in there and do the correct wiring. <laughs> so, so that, uh, yeah, the V4, if I can, um, you know, hopefully I can save someone down the line and say, just don't, 
Just don't even bother. <laughs> just don't do it. Just just use just a hard drive. Use free McBoot yeah. something. Like yeah, you that. don't you don't need a mod chip in that thing. You'll be fine. Um, those things really suck to work on. But um, but yeah, I love fats. Don't get me wrong. I just like I d- I'd prefer to work on slims. I don't oh. love I don't love taking apart and putting back together fat PS2s. They're kind of an annoying console to disassemble and reassemble. That's uh, fair compared to yeah. others. Just a lot of screws, um, but I love it. The uh, I get a really cathartic feeling of uh, like doing the, like the wire management, the whole wire porn thing, like trying to make it look nicer and nicer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, I, uh, yeah, inspired by like uh, Paul over at like Retro Gaming Arts, Voltar, all those guys who uh, I fixed retro. Everyone who's uh, just like all those like you know like images they're just such an aesthetic mod like really like yeah. uh and i th- th- i think even the legacy of them too even like Jin, like i don't know i've heard of this guy and i've seen oh, his and I, nobody's as good as this guy i've seen this I, guy's pictures like everyone i, I just mentioned they can't yeah. even touch that guy his those pictures those images are insane I don't know what happened to him. I think he's just quiet on the internet now. But like, yeah, he was like a PS2 like hard modding legend. Still is. I mean, I from what I've heard, because people have told me about this guy because I posted many PS2 pictures, and I wasn't around when this guy was doing his thing. But it's always like, like, have you seen this guy's stuff? And like, people send it to me, and everyone tells me like, this is the guy who started the uh, started the trend of. Uh, you know, super hyper aesthetic um, PS2 installs. And I see this guy's work and it's just everyone who's done it since like, like I'm nowhere near like one of the best people around doing these, like, like photogenic wise, like everyone who's done it, who is like amazing, who does work that blows your mind. Like that gin guy's stuff, it, it just shits on it. <laughs> like it's so good. Hey. And you got to realize too, that was back when like, dude, we were like, people were not really rocking digital cameras like that. So it's like, yeah, this guy had to get himself a digital camera. He had to take these photos with like a digital mm-hmm. camera, which was like great at the time, but not really all that good now. Yeah. And then get them onto his computer and yeah. probably compress the hell out of them then because you can't upload them directly to like a web form or something. It's going to say, hey, you can't upload your two megabyte image here. You have to compress it down to 256 kilobytes or you got to find a host for that. So he really went through effort for that. Fuck it. What's his name's Jin, right? J-I-N-N, yeah. Jin. J-I-N-N. Shout out Jin, uh, <laughs> you know, the godfather of PS2, aesthetic PS2 modding um hopefully we can maybe we can let's find a a gallery somewhere and link it because this guy (laughs) deserves this guy deserves like this guy is like the reason that you know these ps as far as i've heard like from everyone i've heard like this guy is the guy who made uh who made ps2 modding look nice and everyone who's come since has like to some degree you know been inspired by that and no one's even come close and it's it's crazy like because his shit just it's just crazy like how nice his installs look it's it's art and that's that's what i love about the ps2 uh modding is just like it feels more like art than it even matters like you can you don't need to install a mod like it has its purposes that it'll do better than other things even like if you have like uh, and Mechapoon on like honestly has its like uh, benefits over mod chips in certain scenarios, but uh, it's it's the aesthetics, it's the art of it, it's the craft of it that I love. Mm-hmm. Like even if it's completely irrelevant, there's still a there's still a place for 
for a really sexy mod chip install. Even if you don't need it, even if something else does it cooler, they're still That's really fair. fun to look at. <laughs> like and do. It's like really like if it's if you're not having to troubleshoot it later, like the act of putting all those wires together, making it look nice, like planning ahead and being like, what's going to how is this all going to line up? Like, I, that's what I really love when I when I do ones where I'm just like, like uh, thinking about like all the placement because I've done so many where it's just like if I put it here, the wire is going to go like this, where it's all just kind of like mapping out in your mind before you even install it. Like those ones I really like, like where you're really going all in and like being like, screw it, I'm going to spend like six hours doing a ps2 mod because i don't because i'm fucking you know don't want to do anything else i just want to like make a really beautiful looking ps2 i i really love those but the ps2s is it's one of those things where it's just like when i'm in the mood to do them like i love them and when i've got to do them and i don't want to do them i don't love them that's fair <laughs> but, but yeah i i like those original xbox 360s i got real burnt out on a long time ago yeah. and uh you know the customer base for people who want 360s can be a little uh you know a little call of duty uh liking Man, a little, modsville and i <laughs> a were little... talking about this uh, before the show yeah it's i and i i will say it man it, it's like it, it's i've also noticed this a lot i don't know if you've had this but um the people who want Mod 36, I'm not saying everyone, but I've just noticed a lot of people, like if you like open up services or something, you're trying, trying to, you know, talk with people, you're trying to sell mm. one or you're trying to, you know, model one up. Yeah. A lot of people want one. A lot of people want a Mod 360. Not a lot of people want to actually go through with it. Like they don't really want Dick to you around up the money or they don't want to yeah. send out the system. It's like, it seems like everyone wants one, but not all too many people actually will like, you know, put the effort forth into getting one. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been, I've been like, uh, like legit, like chargeback scam from some like douchebag, like trying to get a 360. And I mean, it's like, that's where you're going to find that kind of a thing. Like not everybody who wants a modded 360 is a dick, but, uh, holy lord <laughs> like i don't know what it is about the 360 but it's just so prevalent mm -hmm. in that in that space um and uh yeah man i don't know i i yeah. like doing the rghs uh i miss doing the jtags those were really fun like that's always such a treat when mm -hmm. uh if you just randomly i mean just seeing like the blades dashboard is just such a like like oh <laughs> you know it's just so nice <laughs> like that's fucking so rare or the whatever the dashboard was between uh, NXE, I love NXE. I love oh, NXE that's my too. That's Freestyle dash, like all that these really all these nice. people, you know, they love blades. And like I get blades, don't get me wrong. Like I respect it, but like NXE is just like perfect, like peak Xbox 360 for me. That was really good. I got locked out of uh, being able, like I'd barely had my X my 360 for that long at the time. I've always, I've always been a bit late, you know, never had the most money of, you know, used to roughing it, but, uh, that's fair. a couple years into a console's release, I'll get one. So I had just gotten mine and then I think it was on, uh, I don't know what torrent site I was on at the time, but it was probably, <laughs> I don't know what it was, but like it dropped early, uh, the NXE and it was just like all over the place. I was like, Oh, neat. I'll just install it. Like you could have installed it on any 360. 
then i installed oh, it and i was i was locked out of being able to go onto xbox live for until it actually legitimately came out yep <laughs> yep yeah yeah somebody just leaked out the, the update file i did that with yeah. the connect dashboard for no good reason not on my main 360 i had like a side 360 and i was yeah. like oh this is cool it's called I the connect dashboard but, or no it wasn't it was the metro dashboard that was it it had the metro dash before oh gotcha yeah, yeah, I did that for the for the uh, I guess NXE between Blades and NXE, and I thought it was so cool. And then <laughs> then I'm just immediately licking my wounds because I can't fucking log in for oh, two man. months or whatever. It was, I mean, NXE. It was a it was literally next Xbox experience or new Xbox experience. It was so cool. Just like, it's a great dash. It still holds up really well. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, Metro is the new one. That one is, I mean, it's fine, it's, but it's more just targeted towards like, how can we make this more like shitty for everyone? And it's like, like a Metro version too. There was two versions of it because they went okay. Blades, NXE, Connect. I hated the Connect one. Um, I don't even remember that one. It very white. It was very white, very flat. It was like the Wii. <laughs> okay. Um, they were the really all trying to be the Wii at that point in time. It's kind of yeah, because they had the Connect out and everything, so. and the PS Move, right? Yeah, Move. everyone was trying to be the Wii. Except the Wii is like nice and charming, and like it has got. I don't like that system. That's the Wii itself. It it has the best music. Like oh, it, it just does. wins for like if there's a category for console like music like not the game not the games yeah. on it the console itself like the Wii just kills it. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, that could be playing in anybody's living room at any time, and like you're not gonna get annoyed by the Wii music. It's just it's just nice. It is. That's just nice. I mean, I'd much rather have the have a Wii just like randomly on somewhere than silence. Mm-hmm. Like I'd just be like, oh yeah, this is a. Dude. It's like living in a sunset in here, you know. I don't know if you've heard this. I've heard this from a few people. My even my girlfriend has said this. Um, her brother had an original Xbox. She mm. said the Xbox scared her because, like, just <laughs> really? dude, the super loud boot up, and then just like the ambient, like talking and weird noises and stuff in the background. Like, oh yeah, she said she would hear her brother just have the Xbox idling, and it was a scary sound. <laughs> It is it is very unpleasant. The more I think about it, I haven't like since I've been using an original X. Like growing up, I only knew uh, I only had like uh, like one friend with like they had an original Xbox. They didn't give a shit about gaming, and it was just there. I think it was like their uncles, and uh, hmm. it was just there for like ripping CDs. So it had like ten that, albums yeah. on it, and we would just listen to those albums, and that like that's all. That's all it was used for. And I, I didn't end up with an original Xbox till way, way, way later and immediately modded it. So I, I really have like very minimal time spent on the original BIOS or original Dash because I got you. Everything's so much better. I mean, XBMC for gamers is like probably like the best front end on any like uh, on any console, at least like in my opinion, like even like aurora i mean because it's basically aurora but just Mm -hmm. better like it works better you know i'm (laughs) I'm still one of those people it's old school for me i do unleash x you do unleash x i do unleash x i ride unleash x hard i still use it after all these years i love it it's just it's a classic it's a very good dash it's it's that it is that middle ground it's a perfect middle ground between hey this is a stock xbox Mm. but better 
because like, have you seen that one what is it uix uix light yeah 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 yeah, I haven't, I haven't set that up, but it looks really nice. I haven't messed with that. Shout out to Malinko and all of them. I know he's he's a cool dude, but yeah, Malinko's red. Yeah, yeah. From what I understand, UI like Team UIX was like you know worked on like way back in the day, and then you know disbanded, and it was pretty much like Malinko had been kind of just finding some old people like related to it, and kind of brought it back in 2020 because of lockdown, and because he's like, hey, this was cool, and there's more stuff that I want to do with it. And none of it is like documented properly, like at all. So like so he's, new, he he full on brought it back. He's been bringing it back. Yeah. He's been like adding more stuff to it. Like the, I'm sure there's, I know there's other contributors to it. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. know their names off the top of my head. Unfortunately, I just, I mainly know Malenko as the UIX guy, um, but he does UIX light. So that's like the new version of it. Gotcha. Got, yeah. I hadn't seen it until like the light, uh started popping up and i'd seen yep. it on twitter and it just looks like a very um i mean it seems very very pure to like the original dash but with more um opening it up to like it new is features, yeah. which is nice so yeah it's yeah like that one seems cool i want to play with it like yeah it's like it, it's pretty much it's using the original like the stock dashboard but adding features to that as opposed to creating a whole new dash but that's why i was kind of saying that with unleash x because it still has the the feel of it like mm. like quite literally the feel except it's blue instead of green and it has like you know your ip address and everything and i just i've never gotten over that i just i love it <laughs> it's a great dash yeah and then evolution is pretty damn close to i feel like right like the i've seen like the from there's, there's two there's like evolution dash and then there's there's evolution uh, x evolution. yeah and i know there's yeah. been some other dashboards as well too from what i understand evolution x wasn't supposed to be like a full-blown dashboard in the way it is but it kind of sort of evolved to that so that's why we kind of have it how it is there and it feels like a little bit clunky a little bit developer-y but yeah 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 I've always yeah, just like used, gone to Unleash X because I heard it was, you know, like the user friendly one. And like, also, I thought it looked cooler and I'm like, cool, I'm using this. Yeah, I don't know. For me, as soon as I got XBM, uh, XBMC for gamers and like got it set up, like with like the artwork and everything. And then especially once like, um, well, once I started doing like the RAM upgrades, because you definitely get a performance boost out of that. Oh, yeah. Or it feels like it. And then the, um, then when Serbios came out with the udma5 support it's just fucking smooth as butter it's like even way smoother on my, i've got one of those 1.4 gigahertz boards um with the Ooh, ram nice. mod and it's so smooth on that like um going through it with all the artwork it's just like snappy as hell way snappier than like like even aurora on a 360 just everything's popping in nicely but those consoles kind of suck. Uh, the the 1.4 gigahertz ones. It's kind of a bummer. It's one of those like, if you get one, you want to have it as like. Uh, it's just some. It's like a niche gimmicky thing that you have on the side. There, it's, you can't have it as your main Xbox because it's just so many games are broken, um, and can't be fixed. Like you can't. You can patch games to play on it, but uh, a good chunk of them are never going to work. Like uh, any of the GTA's play at like. 5x speed you oh, know wow. okay uh like a bunch of them so some games like some games i work with it i i hear people like tinkering with them and like kind of like pushing the limit like i think increasingly like the you know bump it up to like 720 and you know get better performance and all of that but so many 
so many of the bangers are just like, you know, if you've got an original Xbox, I can't play any of the uh, Rockstar games. That's kind of a bummer. Yeah, uh, that's, <laughs> that's fair then. I think um, I know there was that friend tech Xbox where it was like a professionally upgraded Xbox that had, you know, like the 1.4 or 1.5 gigahertz mod. Yeah, um, but I'm pretty sure because of that, um, because of that issue you're describing, I'm pretty sure that's why it had a switch as well, too, to switch between like the stock clock speed and the overclock speed. So mine's got the switch. Um, shout out Kakul. So Kakul helped me. Um, okay. Because I because I'm an idiot when it comes to like reading <laughs> diagrams and stuff like that. Okay. So, All right. I have one of those, and I had it in my X3 uh, CP console, and um, I asked him like if he thought it, there was a way to wire up like the protect button to uh, toggle that uh, CPU switch. Mm-hmm. And we got it set up and tested with a multimeter. It was doing what it was supposed to do. And that switch doesn't do anything. Like that switch is supposed to like, like act like it underclocks it. Like in my experience, it does nothing, but mine is the, um, mine's the N64 freak. Um, interloper board is the one that I got. Weird ass story with how I got that thing. Okay. I, I, I bought a dude. <laughs> I bought a. I didn't buy a dude. Okay, yeah. a, you better not be. <laughs> I, mean, I wasn't buying dudes. Uh, I was on a. I bought a fucking um, X3 Pro Switch on eBay from like someone out of Germany, and uh, like a month, two months later, I get like a big package from DHL, and it's just like a. It's just an Xbox board with an upgraded CPU and RAM, and it had an X Blast Lite on it and uh okay <laughs> i didn't i didn't complain i just that was fine that's uh, just what i didn't i wasn't like hey you sent me the wrong thing from germany um <laughs> i wasn't about to go through all those but i just uh i just accepted uh that that's probably even better even better than an x3 pro black pro switch so that is nice yeah, I, I don't know what i don't know how he made that mistake <laughs> why he he didn't even message me like hey i think i sent you this crazy board um and it's like okay i guess i have this board now thank you yeah dude i didn't realize like i was actually kind of bummed when i first got it i was like oh but i wanted that switch that's fair this is cool i guess but yeah no i mean it's like it's a pain in the ass like like Food moment, though, that kind of reminds me of like what happened with one of my friends. It was like a couple of years ago, I was staying with him for a bit and he was like really wanting uh, Pizza Hut pizza. And <laughs> I was all down for it. And I was like, wait, we live in like this town. We can get this much nicer pizza. And he agreed to it. And we did. And we got it. And it was like amazing. And it was like it was impressive it took us like days to work through it because we're just like wow we thought we would have like demolished it but like there was enough here that it took us a while to get through it here yeah you're just hanging had... out eating pizza for a couple of days dude we were living like 12 year olds for like yeah, a week. Yeah. it was so fun but so bad all at the same time um but what happened was like after i left eventually he's like you know i think i'm gonna get the pizza and i was like well we, we had like the other pizza he's like i know but like and i appreciate it but like I'm I'm craving like Pizza Hut, you know. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I get it. I totally it's get that. So I'm very like, I see the disappointment. Yes, yeah. He wants all that grease. Yeah, no. He had it in his mind. He he was fiending for Pizza Hut. He got to scratch that itch. Exactly. That's fair. <laughs> Not every pizza is Pizza Hut. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just need a really shitty pizza. 
sometimes you just need a really shitty pizza. It's <laughs> a motto so, for life. That would be a good tagline. I want that on my gravestone. Sometimes you just need a really <laughs> shitty pizza. You've, yeah. you've heard it here. This is where it is. <laughs> That's a good gravestone line. Perfect. <laughs> So, dude, it's been it's been awesome hanging out. I know we're at like two hours right now. I do yeah. typically ask a few things near the end. Uh, one of the things I want to ask here was uh, what games have you been playing lately uh, um, on Steam Deck? Um, right. I was playing a, a good bit of uh, Demon Souls on the PS3 emulator. That's really oh, all I've used it for. OK, uh, but Demon Souls on the PS3 emulator. Was working really nice. There's quite a bit of you know, there. You get some weird like um, like freezing up when it's doing the like shaders and stuff. Uh, but for the most part, it's really really nice. So been enjoying that on Steam Deck. Kind of fell off that and started playing um, Seven Days to Die again. Been on a bit of a bender with that. Okay, um, never trying to get that. some. Do you like um? Do you like. First-person survival games, like you know, PC games. Yeah, you know, I actually haven't played any of those. I'm not. I'm. I'm still kind of in my. I'm. I'm a little better, but I'm. I'm not still kind of in my antisocial space of like playing online. Like I only play online with like a few people, and it's like I don't know. My friends and I will have like a weekly like Mario Kart or a yeah, yeah. Mario Party session. <laughs> what about like? Um, I mean, some of them are like. Did you ever have you ever been on a Minecraft bender? I think this is where like all of it starts. Oh my god, dude, get this. I can't do Minecraft. You can't? It puts it's me not... to sleep. Yeah, it, I is, don't it know... is a relaxing game. Yeah, I don't know how be like I've never really been interested in it. And like there's people who just play for hours. I'm like, dude, like you, you could even like put a gun up to my uh, like to my head and be like, play this, don't fall asleep. Within like twenty minutes I'm dozing off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, that music isn't gonna help that either. It's very, yep. uh, very tranquil. And then also, it's kind of just like, a, to me, to me, it's not my kind of game. It's just kind of boring. So it's like you got the nice, relaxing music, and the game yeah. is kind of boring. And I'm like, I'm literally nodding off. So seven days to die might scratch that, but it is all kind of similar. You got the crafting, you've got the resource gathering, you've got all of that. But it's kind of got a nice. Uh, it's got a nice twist twist of like it's like first person uh like survival game like that but it's got a it's got one like a tower defense little twist that they throw on it so every seven days there's like a zombie horde um uh, that comes oh, wow. like all you know all uh fuck what was that mid-2000s movie that where it's like big deal 28 the days zombies? later 28 days later, later. yeah oh, it was, so it's, it's it's like those style series. i love that that was such a good movie a lot of product placement but who cares um, it's like that. It's like every seven day or at night, the zombies are like 28 day later zombies that they'll run at you during the day. They're slower nighttime uh, on the seventh day. You get like a blood moon and then it's just like waves of zombies attacking your base. So you got to like fortify your base with a bunch of traps and like try to come up with a way of like how you're going to like exploit the AI because it's, it's a pretty gnarly game. It's pretty hard. They've really ramped up the difficulty. But um I really like it. It's a really hot mess. There's so many bugs. It's been in early access for like a decade and they've like completely <laughs> changed the game like multiple times. Uh, it's like, which I kind of love, man. I don't know. There's something about those early access games like when they're like constantly being updated and they're like changing their minds. They're like, no, fuck it. Back to the drawing board. Like, we'll do it live. And then it's like you come back like a few years later and it's like either a completely like 
they can totally overhaul new graphics or significantly worse. You never know with those games, mm-hmm. but I really like them. I've been meaning to pick up uh, Valheim again. There's a new update. But uh, other than that, not much. Sometimes just picking up Tony Hawk. Um, always playing uh, Tony Hawk at some degree. My favorite pick up and play. Kind of like mindless That's fair. Game. You're talking about like the 1 and 2 HD? Uh, yeah, I've been playing that on Switch a bit, but I've also will pull up the uh, the Dreamcast emulator on my Steam Deck. And I, okay. Uh, uh, TS, I think 2 is probably my favorite game. Um, favorite of those. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Specifically on the Dreamcast. I really like that version. That one's like All right. Chef's Kiss. Original Xbox remake's pretty good too, but it's a little wonky. Like you can uh, like the mechanic, the physics seem a little off in that one. I don't know what's up, but that's fair. Uh, yeah. What about you? You've been rocking anything? Uh, I have been, and I was gonna say real quick when you were talking about uh, like some games going back as well too, like with early access. It's funny because I was just I I was thinking about this. I'd even like written this down at one point, but I just kind of had the thought at one point earlier this week of like games in beta sometimes being better. Did you ever follow or hear about SOCOM Confrontation on PS3? No, I've never even heard of that. So I, I mean that that shows how how poorly it did. So like SOCOM, <laughs> like super revered series on PS2, it had like yeah. three or four games on there. It had two good games on the PSP. Like people loved it. So then people were like, I remember when it came out. Like people were like fiending for it on the PS3. Um, and it was odd. I So I've never played it. I don't know the details of it. Apparently, from what I've been told, it had an open beta. And it was amazing. Like, beautiful. Super well done. Super fun. Amazing customization. Just, like, perfect. Any yeah. complaints people had, they were patched pretty quickly. Like, people were hyped for this game. Like, people like people were just, they were in disbelief. They're like, no, it it's in beta. And it's a free open beta, but it's incredible. Like, this game is awesome. I'm so excited for it. I got it pre-ordered. I'm telling my friends to get it. And it was really leaning into the social aspect of it. So I think even the original SOCOM on PS2, you could buy it bundled with a headset and you could play online with that. Mm. And it really pushed it forward. So SOCOM Confrontation came bundled with a Bluetooth headset and it was going to you know push that forward as well. Yeah. I don't know the details, but apparently months later when the game finally dropped retail, a bunch of people picked it up and they said the best the best thing about the game was getting the headset included. Like somehow every single thing that they loved about the beta and that was done well was taken yeah. out and the game just died super quickly. And I think from what I understand, a lot of the stuff that people loved was patched in by like six or nine months later. But at that point, like everyone just moved dead. on. Yeah. 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 And, and that's why like right here, we're having this conversation where it's like, you didn't even know it came out. <laughs> no, I had no clue. I, I also was, I mean, I don't know if I was like super, uh, like I've had my moments where I just like, I'm not gaming much. And then I come back into it and I'm like all in. And then I like, don't do it for years, you know, or I'm like not keeping up on stuff. That's here fair. and there. And even now, like I'm not like Elden Ring. I played the shit out of, but uh, as far as like what else has come out this year, it's like, I know God of War came out. People seem to like that, but I'm very much not like, I'm not interested in everything. <laughs> you That's know? Fair. Like, I, I got the games. I love, I love the, the soul series. 
I like my Tony Hawks. I like my survival games and uh but uh for the most part I'm like I don't know. I'm very uh I I've got my hand full of things that I really like. That's fair. You know, you know what you like. I know what I like. Yeah. Stick with what I like. <laughs> yeah. No, I I think for me here, let's see. I've I've played some stuff. So I uh, I actually finished uh, Near Automata here recently, which was was that good? Dude, it was so good. It was so good. And I like I didn't a hundred percent it, but I finished finished it. So I got like the true ending and everything. Oh, nice, dude. Yeah. Um, I played it on Switch, which it was a fantastic port on there as well. Uh, what is so it? Was, was that a um, PS4 game or where, where PS4, PC, Xbox One? Uh, yeah, and then it got ported to Switch here pretty recently. What kind of style is it? Like Bayonetta style, like uh, like uh, like that? Kind of. So it is kind of a it dude. It it does this crazy genre blending. Uh, there is like shmup moments on there. There is uh, some like side scrolling action. There is open world kind of sort of bayonetta type things as well too. It's the the gunplay, the attacking on there. It's it's so fun and also it's kind of an RPG at the same time. That sounds wild. Okay, I'll check that out. It is like it is just um I was talking with one of my friends about it like how successful this game was and he actually brought up a good point because he was saying it was around the time uh because the, the first one came out uh in like 2017 and it was around the time people were really putting Japan on the map again for RPGs mm. and it was like the normies I guess you could say would so he because my friend brought up he was like that was when Persona 5 like really blew up and I was like yeah there was Persona 5 there was Nier and like first of all Nier is an amazing game like it helps that it is an incredible game it is a very yeah. good game at minimum but then it was also weird and like just the right amount of weird to get people interested like not like I don't know like an Aragi dating sim weird. Like the yeah, world wasn't yeah. ready for that, but it was weird enough. And like, Hey, you have this, this character who, you know, she looks a certain way on here. And this game has like 50 different endings and it has like four or five different genres of play. And it's just like nonstop action. And it has all these other odd things in the story. And it was like just weird enough to get people interested and kind of sort of out of their comfort zone, but still be able to enjoy it and stomach it pretty easily. Nice, man. Yeah, sometimes you've got like those those lightning in a bottle, um, like weird blend games like like I, I don't know, I'm big on all those like those Souls games, and that that is very much one of those fluky things where it's like comes from Japan, but it's like like uh like their idea of like like Western like kind of like folklore kind of stuff like mm, that's for fair. for like the original Dark Souls I guess would be that like where it was like uh like a storybook from like western stuff but it's inspired it's coming from japan it's got all these weird mechanics that's like no one's ever seen before and it just ended up like blowing up like but on paper it's like you know those like whoever green lighted that was probably like this isn't gonna do well at all this is insane <laughs> but you get those weird lightning in a bottle things where you get something like just weird enough but it's got a 
got all the right formulas and people just end up falling in love with it. Uh, yeah. Actually, funny enough, even when you said like not being greenlit on there, apparently that happened with Nier, like the the main, I don't know his name, but like the main guy in charge of it. Um, he has enough clout at Square that he was able to do this, but he said, he's like, hey, let me make this game and then I'll do whatever you want afterwards. But if you don't let me make Nier Automata, I'm quitting. And Hell they yeah. greenlit it. Yeah. And because apparently the, there was one game before, well, I guess technically two, there was Nier that didn't do super well uh and mm. then there was near replicant which was only in japan and it was like the games developed a cult following but near automata blew up like in the mainstream it sold like seven million copies which it's like you know this is it doesn't it, also it's not really like a square enix type game that you'd really see at the time and by mm. that i mean it's uh it didn't have I mean, it did have DLC on there, but it wasn't like super egregious. It didn't have any multiplayer. It didn't have anything else that they could really sell you. It was just a really solid single player game. <laughs> those are getting harder and harder, or those are rarer and rarer where yeah. they just make a game. Exactly. Yeah. So I love it when it happens. Yeah, love to support. Me it. too, but... man. I'm j- I'm super jaded on like modern gaming when it comes to like you know they're trying to take away the disc drives or whatever, so there's no physical games. They want to yep. just keep selling you crap, and it's uh, and it's gonna keep going that way until people like push back. Like if you get a PS5, get one with the disc drive, even if you're gonna be a dummy and only buy it digitally. <laughs> like, exactly. Just, you know, don't don't be a puppet. That's a good to piece of advice. <laughs> I don't know. I definitely feel, you know, I definitely feel strongly about that. Like get physical media because absolutely. Yeah. They can pull the plug on you at any time. Like for whatever reason, like somebody like, you know, you kick somebody's ass at call of duty and then they go and the, you know, they get some sort of like flagging against your account down. Then who knows if you give it up to them, maybe they'll nuke your account and you've lost everything you've purchased because and you I've, know, you've man, dunked on I've, somebody. <laughs> and I've seen that on the 360. That's why I'm I'm so physical with it as well, too. I mean, I've seen it for years. I have seen yeah. it for so long. So that's true. <laughs> you don't want to give them that power, man. You buy all digital, it's like you lose your account. It's one thing if you mod your your console and you lose your account. It's like you know what you're kind of getting into, but for sure, you 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 never know. Like they they only benefit from like if you've got thousands of dollars and they ban your account and then you know you're willing to go back on there and buy it all over again you know like it's like they're not going to stop doing it exactly um, <laughs> i don't know yeah, yeah they've not... got too much power man exactly we just got to enjoy our single player games where we can damn right yeah. but yeah there was there was that i was playing uh like some friends and i we you know we kind of do like a weekly game thing uh we're playing a bit of streets of rage 4 uh but also like mario kart 8 is in rotation uh mario kart super mario party superstars has been the big one uh <laughs> Dude, actually, mario kart that game pisses me off so much no, there's no franchise like that makes me matter than mario kart <sighs> It's so fun though, but I get it's that. so fun. But it's, that, I mean, it's it's a fun game, but it's just so unfair that it's like very aggravating. I had a guy who uh, hit me up about it, like uh, like a switch he wanted uh, he wanted fixed, and he had like a, a smash screen. I was telling, um, was it Mario I was, Kart? I was telling, uh, I was telling <laughs> one of my other buddies that, about this guy and his, that he had smashed his screen. He's just like, how do you smash your Switch screen? It's like, have you ever played Mario Kart? 
It's incredibly unfair. <laughs> it's, I mean, that's got to be it. I didn't ask, but I know in my heart of hearts that it's Mario Kart. That was, that was Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah. And awful at the same time. No, yeah. that was funny enough. Last night, that was actually happening. Not Mario Kart, but with Mario Party with one of my friends. I felt so. So here's the thing, man. I, I tell people, I'm like, I'm not really good at games. I'm really not all that good. Mario Party, though, for some reason, I do pretty well with it because like, well, when I'm playing like with my friend group, because I kind of just like when I don't try at all, I just keep getting good rolls. I'm doing all right with the mini games. I usually score pretty high. Mm. And then some of my friends will get annoyed because they're like, man, you're saying you're not trying to. I'm like, I'm honestly not. I'm just having a good time talking to you guys. And I'm just really relaxed. One of my good time shitting on you guys. Oh, dude, one of my friends almost walked into this. Well, he kind of did. I felt so bad. Like, I yelled about this last night. Um, He got an incredible role. He got like a 26 or something. And then he fit and like literally the very last round, like he gets like a 26 role and he lost. He got in fourth place because he ended up doing two actions that drained him of all of his coins. And I'm just like, (laughs) that is so dirty. I'm so sorry that happened. Like, I watched that. That is dirty. And I was just like screaming watching this. Oh, man. Yeah, I hate, I love hate those games because that is like the story of the, like they, you you get punished for doing really well and then you just get wrecked. It's all luck. It's like random number generator, the game, but they're funny. Uh, But unfair games like that will like legitimately piss me off if i'm like first place kicking ass in mario kart playing it by the books but they, they've got it set up so some noob can come in and win like just because you know you get a blue shell yeah. or some shit i uh, think <laughs> honestly i think it might have ruined his night a little bit and i think he just kind of had to like eat his sorrow in uh he said he was making cinnamon rolls afterwards <laughs> <laughs> ruined ruined his whole week yeah, I stole his stars. That might have happened, and I'm just like, man, I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm just like, I because I'm sitting here having a grand time, just hanging out with my friends. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you motherfucker. He's still seething somewhere. I'm, he might be. I need to check on him. You got to uh, check on him. Yeah, but yeah, no, I'm doing that. Uh, I'm still doing my ring fit Monday through Friday, so that's kind of how I get my cardio in and everything. Uh, and then. 13 sentinels i've been playing that again on switch so again, one that? of those uh another one of those great weird games that is just weird enough where it's like still accessible a solid single player game no extra dlc attached to it or anything it's from atlas and it is this crazy like it's kind of real-time strategy tower defense rpg visual novel mech combat all in one you broke my brain with time tra- oh dude this game <laughs> with time travel oh God with this it. game will break your brain yeah it, but it is so good and it's one of those games like looking at the reviews looking at videos i would not have been into it but when i played it i'm like this is addictive this is so Sucked good yeah so i recommend yeah. that 13 sentinels <laughs> 13 sentinels on switch he says uh switch and ps4 nice what's yeah. your favorite switch revision before we get off of this ooh, oled oled i got my oled i know i've never tried to mod one i might feel a little bit differently that way but like i'm really into the switch i like to play it portably so like when the oled was announced i actually like immediately pre-ordered it because i'm like this actually pretty much exactly what i want like i've been i tapered my expectations i'm like we're not gonna be the next pro model we're getting is gonna be the switch 2 
Like that's what it's going to be. But like this is as close as the pros will get. And it's like, okay, it is sturdier. It ha- it it feels nicer. It has a bigger screen and it has a much nicer screen. Like as someone who plays portably a lot, this mm. is great. <laughs> Yeah, it looks that screen is beautiful. I was really apprehensive about getting the uh, like I was so not enthusiastic like when it came. I wasn't like either like, uh, oh, there's going to be a pro model. Like I wasn't buying any of that, drinking any of that Kool-Aid. But when it came out, I was just kind of like 50, but it's got a screen, whatever. But once I got one and I had it in my hand and I was looking at it, I was uh, I was on board. Yeah, the OLEDs looks really, really nice. But form factor wise. I really love the light. I like oh, the light is just it. so comfy. It's cute. It's, it's comfy. Good, it works as a portable console. Like not like screen aside. Yes. It's got like a not great screen. It doesn't have like it's missing like the gyros, right? So like fuck, Breath of the Wild, you can't even do some of those puzzles or whatever. Um, it's got it's got its issues, but as a um, as a portable console, like if I was going on a trip. I wouldn't take my Steam Deck. That is that thing is bulky. I it's feel big. like a douchebag. Like, dude, like okay, going around hey, with that. You're talking to someone who's traveled with a PS5, so I can travel with a Steam Deck. I don't <laughs> recommend traveling right. with. I don't recommend traveling with a PS5. You put it into a carry-on suitcase. It takes up yeah. like eighty percent of the suitcase. It's huge. Yeah, that thing. Does it tower over the PS3? Like it AO1? does. It makes the PS3. I'll take a photo for you, like at one point, and send it. But it makes yeah. the PS3 fat look acceptable like it looks small yeah on, on top Christ. of that just if, if you're traveling in an airport with the ps5 and you run that thing through tsa then you have this added paranoia because everyone is looking at it and people are right. asking you about it and i'm just like do not distract me do not let me take my eyes off it because i know there's about 20 people here who want to snatch that because they're still hard to find two years later it's insane man like i've given up uh i've just i'll get one when there's a slim like at That's this fair. point because it's like yeah, it shouldn't be this hard this this long and later to get a console that's it's, like got like it's five ridiculous. games. There's people <laughs> yeah. who are still on their PS4s right now, not yeah. because of budget constraints, but because they can't easily buy a PS5. Yeah, and if you do get one, it's like bundled with a bunch of crap you don't want. That's fair. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm hoping the hopefully the slim is like at least as big as the launch PS3 because Jesus Christ, man, those those things are big yeah we're making the launch ps3 look small now that's crazy yeah and it's so much more expensive than like other generations it's yeah kind of nice i don't know man it's just the if there wasn't any exclusives i would have like no interest like if it didn't have demon souls like right that's the only thing that like makes me kind of want one but that is like such a there's a lot of money for like a remake of a game that's like the worst of like all of those games exactly (laughs) Yeah, like, Demon's kind of sucks. Like, I will it's... say, though, I will say, if, if you're into PS4, if you really like the ecosystem, the PS5 mm. is the best PS4 you can get. Yeah, well, I've got a 9.0 <laughs> like uh, Pro that I got recently that is pretty neat. But... That's fair. It's th- Those are cool. The jailbroken ones are cool, but like when you talk about like performance and, ev- and yeah, everything, yeah. and just like that game support there, uh, no, it plays PS4 games immaculately. And there's like games that have specific, they're not PS5 remakes, but there's yeah. PS4 games that have PS5 specific patches. So, Do you know, like, Bloodborne has a six, does it have a legit 60? It doesn't FPS have a legit patch? one. Nah, man, you need a jailbroken system for that. Damn, so that's where, still? Yep. 
Yep. Yeah. They're, they're not going to make a patch for that. And I'm not even saying that to poo poo on anyone. I'm just like, no, yeah. they're not going to do it. It's, no, why it's would they? It's so it's like 10 years yeah. old almost. But there's been games like, uh, well, Ghost of Shima now is a PS5 version, but it got unlocked on PS5 for the PS4 version. Uh, mm. Horizon uh, Zero Dawn got that. Uh, God of War 2018 got that as well. So, like, yeah. recently I replayed God of War and it was, I was dumbfounded that i was playing a ps4 game like it, it was just, it, it's it's so buttery at 60 frames and it just it Damn. still looks beautiful it handles well uh that was the last game i've been playing by the way i finished up ragnarok just like a couple nights ago and just masterpiece of a game right there yeah. damn yeah i gotta play those new god of wars i think the most recent one i played was god of war 2 i dabbled in like the newer one a little bit uh i think maybe or i've definitely watched a lot of videos on it it seems very cinematic-y um it kind of i don't know it looks nice it looks like a really good game but it also looks like uh like nothing about that game that i've seen is what i liked about god of war so it's kind of a tough uh and that's tough sell for me it's it's a different it's like a totally different thing like a emotional connections like stories like see I'm in, I want to see emo. rip and tear fucking, you know, you, forgot. Well, you, I, don't, I like emotional get, shit. You still, you still get that. You still get the rip and tear, but for me, I'm a very emo dude. Like I am internally emo. That's how I describe myself. So I am like, too. I cry in movies all the time, but I oh, like it. You know, if doom, dude. if, if doom 2022 came out and it's like talking about the doom slayers feelings, I'd be pissed off. <laughs> you know? That's like, that's, that's not don't That's a bad. That's an odd that's, turn. That's a weird left turn that I can't get on board with. That's fair. <laughs> R- real quick. You said the last God of War you, you played was two. So you never played three. No, I never did play three. Okay. I, I will, I will read. This is like the second time I've been retelling this story this week. Cause I was telling some friends about it, but uh, this was, I guess you can call it my friends. First impressions of God of War three. Um, it was back when like it launched and he mm. was describing it to me and he just to kind of paint a picture. He's just a, a chill dude and he's also pretty big as well. So he likes his food. But mm. uh, his story, he told me this, his first impressions of God of War 3. He's like, hey, man. So, you know, I went, I, I got some Taco Bell and I picked up God of War 3. And I went home, I sat down, I turned on the PS3 and I put the disc in and, you know, I was thinking like I just loaded up thinking, you know, you need to install the game or you need to initialize it or something so I'd have some time to eat my food. Uh. And then I was surprised because the game like starts up immediately and it's like really intense. And then I had to keep playing until I got to a point where I could stop and, you know, a good save point. And yeah. the problem was like I was playing God of War 3 for like 30 minutes before I got to a stopping point. And so I had to wait like 30 minutes to eat my Taco Bell. And then it was cold <laughs> at that point. <laughs> Hey, well, in all <laughs> fairness, Taco Bell holds up really well cold. Unless it was a Chalupa, then he was probably... I don't know what he got. I don't think he <laughs> yeah. knows either because it's been so long. Because this is the launch of God of War 3, like back right. on PS3. But yeah, that was uh, that. that's always been... I've actually never really played God of War 3. I tried like a little bit of it on PS4. I just need to actually go through all the series. But that's... <laughs> when I think yeah. of God of War 3, people just like describe it as this masterpiece of a game. And I just yeah. think of my friend Wade to eat his taco bell <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty rad I, yeah i i don't know i guess uh, i guess i gotta check that one. there's so many games that i have to get around to playing too many games not enough time 
you know how it is when you're modding stuff. It's like what well, modding never... things becomes the game. That is the game. Like for me, like there's games I love to play that I like to sit back and play and really get lost in and all of that. But um, but yeah, the modding stuff. It's just I'm always modding. Like that is more That's rewarding when you do something like really really gnarly that like uh you were nervous about like a you know that that uh euphoria you get when you do a really hard yeah. like challenging mod that you were almost like unsure if you could like pull off and and you pull it off and uh yeah that's way better than any challenging you know beating any challenging video that game first that... time you successfully chip a ps2 it's, it's yeah gnarly. that yeah. was a that was another i i didn't succeed my first uh I mean, I succeeded eventually, but the first first PS2 <laughs> I did was, uh, I think, a V15. Yep, slim with the where the vias are really really close together compared to like the earlier slims where they're nice and spaced out. And yeah, that took a that took a while to get those BIOS wires right. Those were um, those were a little tricky for me. They but, uh, they never when it when it comes to the world of PS2 hard mods, they never got easy. Like there's no. always been this this thing of thinking like oh yeah as the system gets older then it's easier to do it and like keep in mind there's like there's mechapone we got free mcboot free hard drive boot and all that but when mm-hmm. i'm talking about like hard mod hard mods it's like no the ps2 never got easier ps2 is one of the uh that that is my uh my uh threshold for people who like you know will tell me something like oh i want to like be serious like seriously get into this stuff or like you know what's a what's a new like the next level kind of thing it's like that's like um i don't know i feel like it's like a rite of passage mod like it's cheap to do it's like you're not gonna be out too much money if you like botch a ps2 but like that is very much uh that that's what that one kind of separates the the men from the boys when it comes like the modding thing is like pull off a ps2 but it really does depend on the model because there are some like a v2 a v12 like those are kind of, I mean, it's a lot of wires, but it, there's nothing really challenging about a V12, like any of those points. Um, you might be, you might fuck up a resistor if you like solder it and like, the or the uh, SX resistor if you solder and start wiggling it like aggressively. But sure. Other than that, there's not much that you can mess up. Uh, when it gets to like the 90Ks and you got to solder directly to those oh God, like, no those legs. I, I borked like, one of those, man, but that's because I, I, I know I should have had... I could probably do it now. Honestly, I could probably do it now because I have the microscope and I'm yeah. also, you know, I'm always improving my craft. <laughs> Same, dude. I mean, I botched my first one of those. Uh, it wasn't the 90K. It was the 79. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I tried one of those was maybe 2018 and like bridged the legs and I didn't know how to like deal with it yet. <laughs> like I could I couldn't unbridge it. I couldn't. I couldn't get it. I just like was trying for quite a while to get work those legs out. And now I could like, now they're easy as shit. The only issue with those <laughs> is like, you can like undoing them. Like the one that you already did. It's so easy to like accidentally, like, <laughs> you know, like you've got them all and you're on the last one and you got to solder it. And then you did the, you accidentally undo the one you just did and you got to redo that one. So that can be in a, that can be annoying, but, um, yeah, it's really just it's about the right tip. It's about the right strategy. Yep. If like the easiest way to do those, if you want to try one of those again, is uh, if you to me at least it like it does. It's not as aesthetically pleasing, but when you're like say you're looking at the legs like in front of you, and yeah. you put the put the wire like uh like tin it a little bit, and you place the wire on top of the legs, and mm-hmm. then just um 
then just take like a chisel tip and just kind of touch it to the leg and boom, you're good. Especially under the microscope. That's what I need to do. That's yeah. the easiest way. Um, doing them vertically like that, like that's like the hardest way to do it, I think, but it looks like the nicest because then you can route it above the chip. It's like, looks, re- it's a really strong joint. It's like connected the whole length of the leg. Yeah. That's way, that's way harder. Uh, it took me a while to get used to it, but it's like easy now. I just kind of like, I'll take like a uh, J tip and like tin up the legs, just kind of like, just kind of brush them like a little bit before. And like, if you're using the microscope, you just like flip it. Like use a roll of tape or whatever, like some some sort of roll, just kind of get you get it at an angle so it's like propped up, so you can actually see what's going on on the microscope. And uh, yeah, you just you just line it up and and touch it to the leg. Um, you just make sure you just got to be really still, but it's yep. Um, if you tin up the leg, you flux it up nicely. Then you take the t- chisel tip, just nice and flat. You just take that like flat edge and just press it onto the leg, like it's good it's sturdy it's not going anywhere and uh if bridge just all it takes is good wick like that was my issue before like i was using like some really shitty wick now i got that goot wick man and it uh it works very nicely that's awesome that's <laughs> yeah perfect. yeah no i've uh you know, because you even said you need to be real still for me uh like I, my my hands i'm pretty clear about it. my hands do shake a little bit but honestly, mm. I'm pretty confident with it now because, like, even there's times like when people like you know call it out or something's like, yeah, but like you can see the work I do. Like, I'm still yeah. good with my hands. But you even like you learn to like work with the shakes a little bit. So you you work with yeah, your totally. tools. Yeah. Everybody shakes. I feel like um like I'll see when I'll I'll look back on footage like like I'm shaky, and then when I'm like uh like zeroed in on like doing something like my like the shaking kind of stops. It's kind of weird. Like like. Just naturally or like organically, like you're like my hands shaking. But then when yeah. I've like when I'm zero, when I'm doing something, it seems like a, my hand stops shaking, and it's not something I'm conscious of. It's just kind of something I've seen when I'm like looking at like footage or whatever. Right like, on. For me, I always have the shake. It uh sometimes it can be worse than other times. Like you know, if I'm having like way too much you know caffeine, you know I can you know yeah. shake a little bit more or something. Uh, I've noticed though with age, actually, I've been shaking a lot less. Funny enough, when I was like less? an insecure, I guess you could say when I was like an insecure teenager, I do remember shaking more because like people would call it out and everything. And it wasn't like super visible, but I just had like a shitty friend who would call that out. But it's right, like right. now in like my mid to late twenties, like there's times like I'll just like grab something off my table and kind of just like hold it and i'm like oh wow i shake like barely like it's still like it's not still but it's also not nearly as shaky as like it was when i was like 15 or 16 (laughs) yeah when did you start soldering because i remember seeing like uh, watching older videos of yours uh i think it was like one where you were showing off like an rgh but like you had somebody else do it yeah like, my, you had reservations my dad did that yeah yeah i remember that that was a long like a long Dude, time yeah. ago but that was 2012 yeah so oh that was 2012 yeah so let's see the first time it I may ever... not have been it probably wasn't new when i saw it but i remember seeing that and you were talking about like not yep. wanting to solder I, yet or like i know like you had... i know ex- i know exactly what you're talking about yeah. yeah 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 no 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 i let's see the first time i ever soldered anything was in middle school like for a class um but then like i wouldn't really necessarily count that that was more just my exposure even though i did do it and it was successful mm-hmm. uh then i want to say it was 2011 that's when i actually tried to do a ps1 
mod chip like install killed my childhood ps1 man i just i wasn't doing anything right i didn't have any of the right stuff i went in way too confident with it like i had the That'll issue get you. it's like you know like i know about flux so i was like putting the solder on the tip and then i was like yeah. trying to get the leg onto it and so and then like the solder wasn't <laughs> going onto it and i'm like what the fuck like why isn't it going there like what's wrong yeah I didn't like now I could, you know, knock it out in my sleep, but like I didn't, right. I didn't have any of the tools. I didn't have the knowledge. I didn't have any of that. And because of that, I didn't I find was, out about flux for like longer than I care to admit. But yeah, man. when I found it, I thought it was magic. Yep. Yeah. Magic <laughs> sauce right there. Yeah. I didn't. So I, I put up the iron and I was so terrified of soldering for about two years until, um, honestly, it was PS1 again because my thing was I just want to install a PS1, like yeah. a, a mod chip. That's what I want to do. Was it MM3 that you were doing? I don't know. It was a stealth chip that I bought somewhere. I have no idea. It was just labeled as a stealth chip. Like I bought it like years ago and like, you know, like 2011 or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what happened was I ended up buying a chip. Uh, like I, I had that, I still pulled out of that broken PS one. I had gotten another PS one that I worked on and I had like, I remember I had like multiple PS ones and like one of them, I messed up in a way, another one I messed up in another way. And then like, I had like the third and final one and dude, I had this shitty radio shack starting iron and like it was turned up to the maximum and it got stuck there. So when it was getting way too hot, I had to unplug it cause I couldn't yeah. like turn it down. Oh, Everything no. was working against me. I didn't like, it wasn't pretty. But I had it soldered in. That was like 2013. And that was, I would I would say then 2013 is when I started actually like soldering successfully and then started getting more proficient with it. So it's been yeah. you know, almost 10 years, I would say. Yeah, that's a that's roughly the uh like the same duration as me. Like I had fucked around with it um like like probably 2014 is when I, when I started soldering like um, a lot doing like those PS3s or 2015, whenever that mm. was. But uh, before that, I had dicked around like I'd had a Radio Shack uh, iron. And I remember it was like mid 2000s or something like that. I was like on this like kick of like wanting to uh, learn circuit bending. Uh, like circuit bending Furbies and like old Casio <laughs> keyboards. I just went on a, just went on a spree cause I didn't understand it at all. It was just you like the whole idea behind it was just like randomly attaching shit to other shit. Like, and it was like, you just going in there, like making like attaching circuits to like a, a touch sensor or whatever. And just seeing what happens until inevitably you just fry the Casio <laughs> because you don't know what you're doing. Oh and I was, God. I was playing around with that for a while and got, got kind of somewhere and like made it a keyboard, make some cool sounds until like I, I touched two of the wrong things together and it totally fried. But interesting. Uh, Never even heard of this until now. Look up, um, look up a video of like a circuit bent Furby and they're wild. Okay. Okay. I see <laughs> photos and all that, but yeah, I'll have to do videos. Yeah. Yeah, there's some cool I mean, have you seen the what is it? Is his name Look Mum No Computer on YouTube? I have not. Yeah, he's pretty right. He made a uh he made an organ out of like uh like a wall of Game Boys that are all synced to each other, but he That's does like a cool. he does like a Furby keyboard where he's got like two hundred Furbies in parallel <laughs> hooked up to, like via MIDI or something that he makes like yeah, his his shit I'll link you this gets crazy. That's Look amazing. Mom. You'll appreciate it. He's pretty uh he's pretty That's hyped awesome. up. He makes some really cool uh like electronic music. 
Uh, that's cool. I will say, uh, do because we're getting it's been an awesome conversation, but we're getting uh, close to the end here. Like, it's, yeah, totally. <laughs> we, should, we should call it. We've been shooting the ship. Oh, really. yeah, dude, it's been awesome. We'll but, you, uh, you know, just the, the last things here, like, I guess, uh, you know, I'll put some links down in the description on YouTube, but uh, where can people find you if they want to, you know, sync up, follow you, any of that fun stuff? Oh, uh, yeah. YouTube, Modsville, USA, uh, post videos when I feel like it at this point. Uh, Fair. For at least once a month, at very minimum, to uh, <laughs> because I'm obligated to do at least one a month. But uh, there'll be more when I get through the weeds. I'm always modding stuff. Send in services. Shoot me an email. I don't respond on, like, if you think I'm a dick because I'm not responding. If you hit me up on Facebook, Instagram. I just don't even look at those. I just don't even. I, I'm sorry. I, yep. Don't hit me up there. But Twitter, uh, I'm usually pretty active on Twitter. A little bit in Discord if you want to say what's up. So, yeah, right on. that's about it, man. Sweet. Well, you know, dude, thank you for coming on. It's been dude, awesome. Absolute pleasure is all mine. Thank you for having me. Been a fan forever. This was a. Uh, I was very stoked for this. Well, it's awesome. Real cool. I'm happy to have you here. Very, very last thing. Typically, for anybody who's made it to the very end here, and like, Jesus, if people made it to the end, congratulations. But uh, I typically have uh, the guest here use a keyword or a key phrase to use in the comments. So, Modsville, what should people be using? I'll say poo-poo pee-pee face. Oh my god. Okay, if use poo poo pee pee face in the uh I don't even know if that's gonna get through. But that'll get through. That's no fine. It's probably with zeros. Try. Zeros and threes. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Whatever he's saying, just put in the comments and we'll know that you've made it to the end. It's been hours now. I'm tired. Hell yeah. yeah. Anyways, thank you everyone for uh, listening, hanging out, and uh, you know, not just until next month, but uh, until next year. We'll talk to you then. Oh, yeah. <laughs>